0: seven o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is?
3: You've got mail. Yes,
4: yeah.
5: who said that? Thank
4: you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on
6: and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Happy Tuesday, everybody! Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Hello, Rain.
7: Hi, I'm still not indicted.
6: Good, you know, uh I'm I still haven't not <laughs>
7: been invited to talk to Mueller either.
6: I'm still not Russian either. So and uh <laughs> I'm working on it. You know, Boris Boris is he's been trying to flip me for a while. Uh you know
8: Boris chuckled gleefully.
6: <laughs> All right, and of course Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Welcome back, sir. I don't expect to be indicted. You know, um, <laughs> we're not a bunch of dirty, crooked dealers, are we? So I suppose no. we're probably in the clear. And so. I never lied to an FBI agent. Yeah. the Dirty, dirty Trump cultists. Be- You're getting pulled out of your slime holes.
7: That would be important.
6: So, yeah, so that's the latest one. We've got, um, uh, I saw a tweet from a guy, I don't know who it was, and they were like, you know, the the most unexpected thing about this latest uh, uh, indictment and guilty plea is that, that somebody was like, I never thought the guy'd be hot. So... <laughs> <laughs> so it was. Uh, it was like, well, that that you is a that is the biggest surprise. That is the biggest surprise from the from the headline. But yeah, what's this Vander Goofen? Um, some some Nazi-sounding name. Not Vander, Vander,
7: Vanders. Vander, Vander,
6: so, something rules. Yeah. Vander's, uh, uh, yeah, 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 Vander Glofen. Alex um,
7: Vander Swan. <laughs> Alex Vander Swan.
6: Vander Swan. Oh, look at the Vander Swan. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he's, a, he's a Dane. Oh, he's yes, a he Dane. All right. He's a Dane. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> so, well, I suppose that makes sense, but yeah, so, uh, so this guy is the son-in-law of, uh, uh, once again, uh, we'll just say Boris cause I don't remember his name. Um, but, uh, the, his what is that?
7: He's, he's the son-in-law of German. His first name is German. His last name is Khan.
6: Oh yeah, yeah. The
7: founder of the Alpha Group.
6: Alpha, yes. Which also is the Alpha Bank that had the funny little uh, connection to Trump Tower. Remember that, everybody? Oh, get out! They had that little bat phone from Alpha Bank to Trump Tower.
3: Oh yeah, beep beep yeah, yeah, beep. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah.
6: the commissioner. Uh, <laughs> <Ding>. Freaks. <laughs> the red phone, indeed.
7: Son in law. That. Wow.
6: Well, they, uh, seriously, they're creepy. They're, I mean, seriously, it's like you know. The more you you find out who's married to who, and you know, of course, the Jared Kushner and everything. I mean, it, it, in Ivanka, it's it really is kind of like some demented, like upper class version of American and you know, foreign royalty without any yeah. kind of any kind of regal aspect to or, it, just like or just or-, or ethics. Hide. Yeah or ethics. Yeah. yeah. I heard a phrase today on
3: uh, uh, Ali Velci, uh, that the guy worked for and this is a phrase I never heard before a white shoe law firm. Well, the white shooter has dropped, <laughs> and apparently that's that's a reference to a, a law firm that's a very old, WASPy, you know, establishment conservative, oh. well-established old oh. law firm. So not somebody who repre- so, uh, represents nurses. Not no, <laughs> and not somebody who represents Trump. Mm. This this is a this is a, a an old fancy law firm and. You would think somebody that worked for them. Would know uh, is it law school one on one? Don't lie to FBI
6: agents. That yeah, that's a good one. Um, you know, yeah.
7: I would I think say I've heard that, that before.
6: You know, I, I actually think I've heard that before uh too. Um probably on uh, uh, Saturday morning as a kid, you know, from uh, somebody like Jason Bateman.
9: That <laughs> and that's on. <Wonder-Gron. laughs> <laughs>
6: there you go. Hey, kids, don't lie to an FBI agent. Yeah. Neat. <laughs> I mean,
7: you'd think at this point, look, Papadopoulos lied. What, that Tony Boneta guy lied. I... You lie to the FBI, Mueller's like, oh, well, you move up the indictment chain, we're putting you to the top.
6: I'm telling you, these freaks, they, you know, I mean, they, they truly think they can get away with anything. They truly do.
7: I don't think... But, you know, but what, really, I really, lying to an
6: FBI agent?
7: I think that they don't realize how much information Mueller has. And yeah. I really do believe that they are so in their... Uh, corruption bubble that the only thing they're used to smelling is farts.
6: Yeah. yeah and not smell- fresh air. And a lot of fart huffing going on with those folks. <laughs> they
3: reverberate
6: right through the bubble. They, they just sure bounce do. off all the walls. <laughs> well Amazing to me. They better hope that they uh, don't have to bunk up with uh, Fat Donnie in prison, though, because, you know, uh, they'll be smelling sharts then. <laughs>
10: let's have a shot
6: yeah he'll still be getting drone deliveries of his gruel in prison so
7: one of them to me so did Rick Gates finally officially flip
3: well, I don't know if if they've made that announcement I keep but hearing every, every, every as day. everyone's as everyone said, this indictment today could only have happened from information from him.
7: Well, yeah, the um I read the indictment and it said um it said that basically this guy, let's just call him v- Vanderpump. Vanderpump rules, that's what I'm thinking of Vanderpump.
6: Vanderschwan.
7: Vander Schwan. Oh, I like that nickname. Vander
6: Van Maybe he's maybe he's
3: the black Schwan. Mm.
7: But evidently, Van der talked to Rick Gates about in this in in the indictment. It said person um, person A and person A's family, and then Van der Schwanz lied to Mueller about talking about this family. So I've been going back and forth. I'm trying to figure out is it is it Manafort's daughter who got a job with that same law firm that Van der Schwanz worked on. Or is it the Trumps, like
3: Jared? <clears throat> oh. It was uh, yeah, person A, and um, yeah, they typically do that when they don't want to reveal their uh, their swan song. <laughs> nice. Well Lordy, I hope yeah, it's the Trumps.
7: It, it, it to me, it's it's very fascinating, and um, I don't know. Quite the importance of it, but it feels like it's sort of important.
6: Well, you I know, a feeling about it. and and again, it, it goes to show that you know this is so. Uh, in the stuff they're looking, you know, I, I heard Malcolm Nance or somebody—I I think it was Malcolm Nance—talk about how everybody's like, oh, well, you know, this investigation that you know what the Mueller's doing. All these people who are trying to dismiss, you know, business dealings that, um, that Manafort had in 2014. You know, well, that doesn't mean it doesn't have something to do with the uh, the campaign. That doesn't mean it doesn't have something to do with the administration. That just means that Mueller is turning over all the rocks, you know, digging in all the slime holes. He's got his hip waders on. He's going deep.
7: It, 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 well, it does mean something. I, I don't have the link in front of me, but um, Trump's friend, Thomas Barack, manafort approached him and manafort said i need to get into this campaign and barack was like sure i'll set you guys up even though manafort and trump knew each other for years
6: hmm. interesting so well, um mo- there will be more to come on this uh the this latest thing. I mean, it's just, you know, uh, again, like Joe said, it's the latest white shoe to drop. So I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh I'm waiting for the big fat uh dumpy orange shoe to drop myself. Oh, you know. I just hope they put some uh
3: s- some fabric softener in there. Some That's- fabric
6: <laughs> you know, those, those sheets, so that shoe doesn't smell. I, I co- Cover it in lime. Uh, cover it in lime. Not, not lime. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about what you, you know, cover a corpse with, lime. So <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking yeah. about the juice, the citrus fruit. So <laughs> no. what you cover a, up a dead horse with before you bury it. Um, don't so <laughs> drop that shoe near me. <laughs> I'm Ugh. sorry if I got too dark about dead horses, everyone. My apologies. i had to don't do it. Don't drop that shoe. I've had to don't do drop it. that shoe when I'm eating. Yeah, there you go. Definitely not. <laughs> so don't drop it in front of Fat Donnie, or he'll just gobble it up, too. <laughs> I can't help
10: Let's have a shot.
6: But, Donnie, that was your shoe. Oh, wow. He's he's a loud eater. He's a part of you. Um, It was your baby. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, um, there was a a press briefing today. Uh, Jesus Christ. How long do we have to wait for that fucking thing? Uh, An hour and a half almost.
7: It was supposed to start at 2.
6: It started around 3.30. Yes. Well, fortunately, Rain was able to get, get me some scattershot links for some of what uh, Sarah Huck, Hickabilly Slanders had to say today. I was able to grab those.
7: Joe and I got to enjoy that presser together.
6: Oh, I went wow. out on a break.
7: Brother and sister.
6: I had it I had it ready to go, opened in a browser, had my earbuds plugged into my computer, went out on a break, came back, and it was like, the stream has concluded. I was like, "What? What the hell? How long was it? Five minutes? It was,
7: it was less than a half an hour."
3: Yeah, it was like she she came on. She said, "I didn't talk to him about this. I've said that. It speaks for itself, and you know better." And then she walked away. Oh, I hate her so much.
7: Well, she also, you no, know, there was a few more things, but yeah, well, there
3: were a few. But that was the gist of it. She
7: was really unhinged today. She was. She well, she really um, seemed like. She was trying to keep it together. She mm-hmm. didn't curl her hair and she wore about wow. five pounds less makeup.
6: Well, it was hair curling if you heard any of her answers uh, today. Mm-hmm. But, um, so let's see. Let me see. I'm trying to figure out because, again, the links are all kind of separate, but I think we can piece it together kind of logically. Um, Sorry. or scatologically. Because <laughs> it's all <laughs> a bunch of shit. Uh,
7: I, I so, don't think you need a timeline for it,
6: yep. though, because each question... Well, uh, yeah, uh, th- some, uh, we, we've got some stuff on, on Russia, some stuff on uh, uh, Parkwood, and uh, but I, I think I want to start with this one. No collusion. No collusion. Um, I don't think this is the one where she... Um let, let me see. Let me see if this is the one, the big one that you were talking about right now.
11: He see. has stated several times, I think one of the places where you guys seem to get very confused, uh, and it seems to happen regularly, the president hasn't said that Russia didn't meddle. What he's saying it is it didn't have an impact and it certainly wasn't with help from the Trump campaign. Uh, it's very clear that Russia meddled in the election. It's also very clear that it didn't have an imp- impact on the election and it's also very clear that the Trump campaign didn't collude with the russians uh in any way for this process to take place
6: mm. all right so, so clear yeah so clear yeah it's yeah. really not not clear at all uh you're right uh but i think uh, this this clear. was yeah, clear. this one um was the i believe was the follow-up to that um and this is john carl abc's john carl um pressing her no, on shake, shake yeah there was um uh he had um yeah this is the one uh and and he he said you know well what's up with trump and his nasty tweet saying that you know the fbi can't investigate russia and you know and again we'll talk more later about the fbi whether or not they dropped the ball or not in in parkland because there's a lot of finger pointing going on in in the fbi I think they bear the least of the the responsibility in this, but Trump seems to think that because of the r- investigation into Russia, that is the you know that's who's responsible for the the latest mass mass murder with an AR-15. But uh, this is um, John Carl grilling Huckabee Sanders on that.
9: The president doesn't really think that the FBI failed to stop the Parkland shooter because it was. Too involved with the Russia investigation, does he? I,
11: I think he was speaking uh, not necessarily that that is the the, the cause. I think we all um, have to be aware that the cause of this is that of a deranged individual uh, that made a decision to take the lives of 17 other people. Um, that is the responsibility of the shooter, um, certainly not the responsibility of anybody else. So, did he
12: miss tweet when he said that? He's pretty direct. He says, This is not acceptable. They're spending two much time trying to prove russia i think he's
11: making the point that we would like our fbi agencies to to not be focused on something that is clearly a a hoax in terms of investigating the trump campaign and its involvement
6: so uh i think
3: you i think we have to realize that i don't want to answer that question
6: and if you keep asking it i'm going to run But uh, she called it a hoax there, Rain. Rain, are you there? I am here. I'm I'm
7: here. I'm back. I'm irritated. This one really did irritate the hell out of me. Because she called it a hoax. And I don't... A hoax is either a practical joke or a great, you know... uh, it's a hoax. Is a hoax, okay?
6: <laughs> yeah, a hoax is like you know. We uh, have
7: we have George Fox's war. Of,
6: that, a hoax is war of the worlds. You know the uh, you know the. Well, it's not that wasn't yes. even you know it wasn't. It wasn't really even, even
7: a practical joke, but it was a hoax.
6: Fake Bigfoot I mean, pictures be are be a, hoaxes.
7: Yeah, it doesn't have to be a joke. I mean, to say it's a hoax means that it was something that was is being faked. Yeah, she is saying that this is fake. And I don't understand how you can call it a hoax when you have Manafort that's been indicted, Gates who is allegedly flipping, Papadopoulos who has flipped, um, Flynn who has flipped, oh, uh, just people have pled guilty.-hmm. This is not a hoax. Well,
6: and there's this, Don Jr. who literally happening. did collude with Russians to try and get information on yeah. Hillary.
7: I mean, here, okay, I have it in front of me. You have Papadopoulos, pled guilty. Manafort. Rick Gates. Michael Flynn. Alex Van Der who, he's, he pled guilty today. Thirteen Russian nationals were indicted. Three Russian entities. And this, this guy in California, Richard Pinedo. The fact that she slipped that in there, and then just moved on. In the same breath, just a few minutes ago, when she said, the president has acknowledged that Russia Inter, you know that russia meddled with our elections
5: mm-hmm.
7: is disgusting to me it really it, it, it amazes me that she can sit there in one breath and say yes the president said they meddled but this investigation is a hoax it says to me that she doesn't care about our our american democracy no because to me i feel like if, if they meddled then you should you should be as pissed off as most americans are I know I sound a little hysterical, but I'm angry about
6: this. I am, too. And the next clip is proof that she doesn't care about our democracy because of the the blatant lie she told here about how tough Trump has been on Russia. He
11: has been tougher on Russia uh, in the first year that Obama was in eight years Bullshit. combined. He's imposed sanctions. He's taken away properties. He's rebuilt our military. He has done a number of things he to put pressure on Russia. the Russian military? And to be tough on Russia. Yeah. Um, just last week, there was an incident uh, that will be reported in the coming days in another way that this president was tough on Russia.
6: He rebuilt rebuilt their military? What?
7: I, I don't. I think she was trying to talk about ours, but he hasn't rebuilt our military she, either. They, so. We
6: gave weapons to Ukraine? What I don't know, um, and, and
3: and there was a cliffhanger there. Yes, there's there's another example coming of of when he was tough with Russia. You know, like when I went to band camp <laughs> one time at band camp. <laughs> one time at one time. Yeah, I don't think I have that how, part. How has the one time he was tough on Russia when he was not supposed to be, but he was? You He's know?
7: trying to to make people believe that he has. Enacted the sanctions that Congress passed into law, and he hasn't. Yeah. no he Hasn't done anything for the sanctions, and and and. I have murder fists. Let me just please, please, because. But don't you like the way
3: the way the way uh, (laughs) Tillerson (laughs) Tillerson said? Well, we don't have to enact the sanctions because just just the threat of them. Is but that's
7: what she was alluding to. But she actually said the president has put sanctions together, and he hasn't. And when he has not together. Around, they're
3: in his desk. They're in the top <laughs> left drawer.
7: But when she turns around and says that he's done more than a, I don't remember. I don't remember Trump kicking people out of Maryland and New York of their little well, you know spy either. houses. No, okay, that I was, don't remember that was... Trump giving. I don't remember Trump giving that look that Obama gave to Putin.
3: Most okay, let's refra- let's picture. let's refresh our memories. Before uh-huh. Trump became president, Mr. It was President Obama who initiated sanctions, sanctions, sanctions.
5: sanctions,
3: closed closed down physical properties owned by the Russians, and threw thirty-five Russian diplomats out of the country. The next day, it was Trump's administration who illegally contacted the Russians and said, Don't worry about that. Don't retaliate, because we'll undo all that when we get in mm-hmm. in a few weeks. Oh, Sarah,
6: you missed those details. She did. She did. She didn't. Gee. Release the memo to Sarah. Joe
7: says that is as good as smoking a cigarette after sex. <laughs>
6: uh all right a couple more huckabee sanders clips my apologies to everybody uh but i i love this lee again says wait we're saying the white house spokesperson is being distant disingenuous fiddlesticks <laughs> that well fiddlesticks i think is what she wears in her hair um so uh, her,
7: her lies today were
6: atrocious above and
7: beyond what we usually have
6: yeah and um here, here's the um, uh, uh, the the grotesque condescending uh, bit she had to say about gun control here. Uh, here you go.
11: Unfortunately, when uh, horrific tragedies like this happen, everybody wants a quick and a simple answer.
6: That is bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. You are horrible and fucking stupid to say that. Every time a tragedy like this happens, we say, why didn't you do something before? the last tragedy after the last tragedy yeah well now we're gonna try and And ban bump stocks
7: now can we do something
6: even though that didn't have anything to do with you know this latest mass slaughter bump stocks wouldn't have prevented any you know being banned wouldn't have had any you know um you know it has a little bit more to do with i don't know making it easier to buy an ar-15 than a handgun in florida that might have something to do with the problem at hand sarah i don't want a quick answer i want an answer and i want a fucking solution that's what every american wants we wanted a, mm. a quick answer a quick answer how long it, 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 really a quick answer from sandy hook how many how years ago C- now columbine? was that? how about Colum- columbine years ago sure yeah columbine's oldest go back to o-
3: columbine and work forward yeah
7: and before columbine there was Jonestown, Arkansas. That was the
6: yeah. First. I mean, that I was mean, twenty years ago. Oh so no no no, not Jonestown. Jonestown. Jonestown was.
7: Ar- no, Jonestown. I think it was Jonestown, Arkansas.
6: What? Oh, I don't uh, Before you're...
7: Columbine, there was a school shooting in Arkansas.
6: Okay, I don't remember the. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll I'll look it up. You can't but...
7: keep track of them all. <laughs>
6: Uh, but understood. anyway, understood. Anyway, the point, the point, the is,
7: point is, we're not been... even
6: caught up with, with the uh, too-soons.
3: Because, no. let's see, Columbine was in the late 1990s, so is it too soon to address that one? Or maybe Las yeah. Vegas
6: uh, or the Florida pulse uh, exactly. shooting? Whoa, or, whoa, whoa. One? These oh, You want all these quick answers, Joe. I'm sorry. That oh. just happened. Yeah.
3: Like, which one so. will we... And then today, he says about bump stacks, he didn't even do anything about bump stacks. He just mentioned them, and he yeah. sent a memo. And
7: why oh. today? Seriously. Oh, he sent a memo. Well, Why today?
6: Yeah. Bump well, stacks had, had nothing to do
7: to with Parkland.
6: It. Yeah, because, uh, he's, because it's easy. And here's the thing. I honestly think the NRA probably would cheer if they did something about bump stocks. Because that's how that's how far along we've gotten is that they don't care about the weapons that are able to be modified by the bump stocks. They just care about the chintzy little piece of plastic that anybody yep. could probably with a 3D printer replicate on themselves or whittle out of a hunk mm-hmm. of wood. It's not a it's not stand- it's not a difficult thing to make. It's just the convenience of getting it. You know, I mean, you can modify these weapons any way you want. Maybe it's illegal, but gu- you know, gun hoarders don't care. And I'm not talking about all gun o- gun owners either. But anyway, let's And even uh, this this fixing the the the, the, uh, the background
3: check thing. That's bullshit. Oh, we hey. already have background checks, you know. Yeah. Ban ban assault weapons. Unlike yep. the Florida legislature didn't do today Sure. While those students were looking on, they voted down yep. a bill to ban assault weapons in I'm Florida. Sure. Oh, thank you, Florida. And and Mr. Scott, you have the gall to ask
6: Chris Ray to resign, you piece of shit. Yeah. It's Sorry. Right. All right, let's finish up the, right. the let's finish up this uh, last clip because we're gonna have to go to break
11: but there isn't one. There's not a quick and there's not a simple answer. But we want to make sure that we're addressing the problem and we want to make sure that we're no, meeting and talking with as many people that not only uh-huh. are affected but that play a role in this process as possible. You That's know, you why know. he's sitting down with the parents, the teachers, the students. No, he's not. And then he's going to sit down with state and local law enforcement officials and then he's going to sit down with the nation's governors and no. bring no. all those conversations together and no. look for the best path forward no. and make sure we're doing everything we can within every capacity from the state, no, local, on federal level to make sure incidences I mean, like this don't happen again. Yeah.
6: He's going to sit You're on his tiny little doll hands and fart on him and sniff him. That's what he's going to do. He's not going to do a goddamn so, thing. Give me the name of one Parkland employee,
3: student, janitor that's going to be there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. One. Yeah, yeah. that's None. the thing.
7: Tomorrow. Tomorrow.
3: Yeah, oh, half tomorrow. tomorrow. those
7: kids on their way Who? back to Tallahassee.
3: Well, uh, yeah, he, he, tomorrow he's talking to local kids from where? What? His grandkids? He's going to bring his grandkids in. That's what he's going to
7: bring. I can pretty much lay money. It ain't going to be the kids from Northern Virginia because oh, I they were the ones it's, who had the die in the other day.
6: Yeah. And and, and, and he was uh, shooting fucking golf, uh, playing 18 holes of golf while there were funerals being held for these kids. Yeah,
7: it was yesterday, not even the other day. You're right.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. So, yeah, you know. And he's I mean, pissed off that he couldn't play golf national, the first two days. A oh, national really tragedy, care? and you can't. I, I mean, it, you know, just. Uh, it, it just shows he doesn't care. I mean, but we knew that. We knew that. All of us knew that. So, we know uh, Hickabilly Slanders doesn't care. We know her father doesn't care. We know everybody in the Trump cult, in the Trump orbit, doesn't care. We know that his supporters don't care. They just don't care. And every time, you know, because every time, what do they say? Well, they say, well, we just definitely don't want to intrude upon any gun owner's rights here. Well, you know what? We want gun owners to stop intruding on our fucking lives. Our, right our to rights to live. You know? Our know, well, right to live. Second Amendment's unlimited. No, your stupidity is, but not the <laughs> Second Amendment so anyway uh we're gonna go to break um and um it's time it's time we need to we need to dust off the macaroni uh
7: i was i was heated this first half hour i apologize i'm heated
6: too i'm heated too so don't don't apologize whatsoever so uh all right let's Let's go ahead Uh, but well, well you know what there's a, like a two minute long Huckabee Sanders clip we didn't get a chance to get to um, I had to record it so you guys all have to listen to it <laughs> but it's actually good she's picking a fight with Fox News that's crazy let them fight
7: yeah I think so, I know which
6: one to talk yeah. about uh, so alright let's go ahead and uh, run to the break we'll be right back uh, after this be- message of love and outreach from macaroni to the Trump cult
4: The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on
6: Turn Up the Night with Kenny
13: Pick.
2: Then things were really clear.
12: you when you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend this this is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fightin' in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is what you play if your boss is a jerk. This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shoulder Or at the drive through when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it every time you do They take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you Something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your left, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your left, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Fuck you, I'm me. That's how I'ma do. If you don't like it, fuck you. Do you? If you don't like it, say fuck you too. Or some of you might say. Suck my food. This is about. Being real with yourself. Sometimes you gotta say. Fuck everybody else. Sometimes you gotta. Let people do what they do. Sometimes you gotta stop them. And say. Fuck you. Fuck This you. is something real. For everyone who feels like. Throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been. Stuck or down on your luck. Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real. For everyone who feels like. Throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been. Stuck or down on your luck? Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air.
13: Hey, this is Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com and The Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Coramal, host of The Tim coromal Show.
3: Uh, I think we just lost another clown car.
14: Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern,
5: right
7: here on Indie Media Weekly Radio.
3: IndyMediaWeekly.com
7: Extraterrestrial Radio, all the
10: power without the tower.
6: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free. And tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick has got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free Pine Tree air freshener. Wow! Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ Paul will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower.
14: This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
0: Great
15: Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole
10: life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced.
0: The first known instance of a man who was killed
4: because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! Other that It's showtime!
6: It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always, Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Thank you, thank you. I'm here excellent and of course rain from Four freedoms blog in washington dc hello
7: hi i'm not uh, a hoax
6: (laughs) yeah and please people do not jump ship tonight do not jump ship if you think that you know it's getting murder fisty right now because it's not going to be all that way because as um trojan rabbit uh pointed out in the chat uh i gotta we gotta scroll up to see it um uh no i'm sorry clinster clinster said it said america where the kids like to act, act like adults and the p- politicians act like children um amen be- because uh yeah i will definitely give you an amen for that because that is that's kind of where the the theme of the of the show is headed uh shortly amen. here
5: amen.
6: pardon me i had to burn oh i
7: love all of them all yeah. of them
6: yeah the the kids uh, I have a lot of yes. audio from the kids um, normally uh, you know on this show uh, usually when when victims talk about what happened I don't I don't play it but when they are the voices of reason and they are holding rallies and they are marching uh, and they are you know saying things that all of us say all the time on this show I mean some of it's heart wrenching to hear but you know what. It's stuff that everybody needs to hear and we'll we'll and hear some of that a little you to bit hear it.
7: They, they want do. all of us to hear what yeah. they are saying
6: yeah so i uh, went
7: a little okra
6: yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh just don't give away cards we don't have it in the budget um and uh <laughs> and uh of sure. course yeah. uh the, the as as promised uh the last huckabee sanders uh clip oh yeah and and this uh, I know. People are mentioning the the right wing conspiracy theories about crisis actors and stuff like that happens every time. All those people can go take a flying leap into Alex Jones' hot tub full of acid and you know love it. Um. Huh. So uh, I'm fairly certain Alex Jones does have a ha- hot tub full of acid. So, and I, I think it's I think it's like LSD acid because that's how f- he ended up so fucking crazy. Um. So, uh, what did you say about Steve Bannon?
7: Steve Bannon had a bathtub full of acid in that house he rented in Florida.
6: Oh God! Remember I, that? I, I, I vaguely, vaguely. Okay. So, but uh, anyway, let's get to the, the last Huckabee Sanders here uh, clip here, and, and again, very testy exchange with John Roberts from Fox News, um, uh, because you know, all right. Trump has answers He does he have any answers does he have any ideas of his own does he have an li- original thought rolling around in, in that little pea brain of his is there anything going on is anybody at home upstairs <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Potato Head Mr. Potato Head um, uh, one eye yeah <laughs> Just get a, a, Mr. Potato Head the Potato Head! Uh, yeah, here you go. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders and John Roberts of a testy, slightly long exchange.
13: Uh, Sarah, you mentioned a deranged individual took the lives of 17 people at Parkland. That's after a deranged individual took dozens of lives in Las Vegas in the wake of which the president offered some support for the idea of banning bump stocks, which then Uh, seemed to have fallen by the wayside. uh, It was preceded by a deranged individual snuffing out the lives of nearly an entire classroom at Sandy Hook, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Other than supporting a bill that would encourage state and federal governments, government agencies, to do what they're supposed to do, does the president have any ideas, any ideas at all on how
10: to address this, or is he starting from scratch?
11: I can tell you that the president supports... uh, not having the use of bump stocks, and that we expect further uh, action on that in the coming days. Uh, He ordered the Department of Justice and the ATF to review the regulation of bump stocks. Uh, My understanding is that review has been completed, and movement will take place on that shortly. Uh, But the president, when it comes to that, is committed to ensuring that those devices um, are... (coughs) Well, again, I'm not going to get ahead of the announcement, but I can tell you that the president doesn't support the use of those uh, accessories. And on the, so.
13: on the broader problem of deranged individuals getting a hold of weapons and killing people indiscriminately, does he have any ideas
10: on how to deal with this?
11: Well, look, we're having, again, that's part of the, a lot of the conversations that we're going to have over Which the next, suggest start on, from scratch on here. mental illness. If he has to
10: listen to a bunch of people, no, was- he doesn't
11: have any
13: ideas of his own. That would suggest that he doesn't have any ideas. That's not what I
11: said. You're uh, well, taking my words out of context. Could you explain? Well, I was trying to before you uh, interrupted me. Mm-hmm. But the president is uh, very focused on mental illness, working with uh, the Health and Human Services Department to determine uh, the best path forward on that and what is available and allowed under the law. Certainly, something that we take very seriously and something that we want to address and that we're working hand in hand with both uh, the federal government as well state and local law official, law enforcement officials Lol. on what we legally can do. Um, unfortunately, we can't just flip a switch, but there is a process. There, we are a law and order country, and the president is trying to do everything that he can under his capacity to address these concerns, and certainly when it comes to mental illness. And
6: definitely doing everything in his power to not piss off the NRA, because they gave uh, him thank you. $30 million. Do- yeah. $30 million?
7: at least if he cared that much about bum stocks why didn't he do anything 3 days after las vegas
6: well and, and it's everybody wants a quick answer yeah i, I do. do too soon it was too soon tough shit it was too soon
7: Where i am right now
3: and we didn't want to politicize it
7: so he's politicizing you know? las vegas now
3: well it's not too soon you're not following so so you now see, we it's have it's too soon I can't follow. right after me-
7: don't mansplain me.
3: <laughs> Here, you're not following. <laughs> hey, girl, you're not following. Let me, let me, let me mansplain this to you.
7: So pissed off about this. If really? there's a
3: shooting, it's too soon. You know, the week after to talk about it. Uh, you also don't want to politicize right. it, and also you want to give people time to grieve and send thoughts and prayers. Yeah. You see how that works? But Long you know, prayers. here's something
7: else that works. The NRA Long thoughts, too. after after mm-hmm. Las Vegas. I recall the NRA saying that they would be open to banning bump stocks.
3: They don't care about bump stocks. That's why it's a, a nothing for them.
7: I that's, know. That's a
3: throwaway.
7: And that's exactly what I'm thinking about this little, you know, these little they were, breadcrumbs that yeah. Sarah threw from her little chirpy face.
6: I mean, they were probably, it, the, you know what? The NRA was probably elated after the, the butchery in Vegas. Because they were like, Oh, thank God this guy used a bump stock. Now they won't come after the guns, they'll yes. just go after the bump stocks.
7: Yes. Right. And so now now this administration is using bump stops bump stocks as a placation mm-hmm. to what happened in Florida where there were no bump stocks involved. This is so blatant and so transparent.
6: Yeah. It's, and it's, i loved
7: i really did love when that reporter was like does he have any thoughts of his own or yeah you have to listen to everybody before he comes uh, up with his own ideas
6: i got an answer if trump has thoughts of his own
7: no 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 no, no. <laughs>
6: not a single one thank you no no cat you're adorable um
7: because that was that was a really good exchange there from him a fox yeah. news reporter
6: oh man there! Uh, uh oh i i gotta mention this too from living on long island <laughs> said uh i just heard that fox news is uh going to launch a fox news or fox nation ott service for the super fans yeah. i guess Aww. that's uh <laughs> that's the most brainwashed uh lemons uh, and no sign of Shepard smith i think you are correct there uh but Wait, yeah i saw I that story that. too so uh, apparently, you can watch Sean Hannity take a dump and do karate moves and watch Tucker Carlson iron his uh, hood and uh, robes.
7: <laughs> I I actually heard about that story. I'm glad he brought that up. That is supposed to be aimed towards people who are cutting the cable.
5: Mm.
6: Neat.
7: It's aimed towards people who are cutting the cable and you can pay for your own Fox News standalone, like HBO Go.
6: Yeah. So they'll have a Fox News umbilical cord
7: yeah that's what that is and they're going to have special you know programming
6: i bet it'll be special yeah. um you know lots of lots of scary stings and you know um you know whatever white nationalism all the live long day folks I think
7: they're going to get away with it they're not going to get away with it people are going to subscribe to it and record it and we're going to find out everything they're trying to do behind their white curtain
6: yep Exactly. And then we will declare victory. All right. Um, I want to play. This is a, this is a, the, the longest bit of audio, and I want to play it now while we have. And I might pause a couple times here and there, but not too much. Um, this is a, a large portion of Emma Gonzalez. Um, she is amazing. She is one of the survivors of the Parkland uh, attack um, slaughter. And she is one of the these fresh, new faces on demanding answers and demanding, you know, and no, no, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, not easy answers. Nobody's looking for that. They just want real answers to a real problem. In Florida, mm-hmm. I think a lot of kids would say, hey, maybe make it, uh, you know, harder to get an AR-15 than a handgun. Maybe really jack up the price of ammunition. You know after the first like you know 20 rounds or whatever I don't even know uh, but you know uh, and um, but yeah so Emma Gonzalez had some great ideas and some uh, some uh, excellent points that she raised uh, in this big speech here's uh so here, here's the first part
2: there has been one tweet that I would like to call attention to So many signs that the Florida shooter was mentally disturbed, even expelled for bad and erratic behavior. Neighbors and classmates knew he was a big problem, must always report such instances to authorities again and again. We did, time and time again. Since he was in middle school, it was no surprise to anyone who knew him to hear that he was the shooter. Those talking about how we should have not ostracized him You didn't know this, kid! Okay, we did! We know that they're claiming that there are mental health issues, and I am not a psychologist, but we need to pay attention to the fact that this isn't just a mental health issue. He wouldn't have harmed that many students with a knife!
6: I want to pause it right there. He wouldn't have harmed that many students with a knife. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is what we've all been talking about, you know, and, and all the freaks out there say, well, you know, they're going to kill people no matter what, you know. Well, mm-hmm. with a knife, you're not going to kill as many people. It's just a fucking fact. Unless you're yeah, some kind we- of super deadly ninja, you know, it's just not going to happen.
3: Why do we have traffic laws? Yeah. yeah. Because if the state troopers and the police can't catch everybody violating traffic laws why have them yeah you're only you're only making traffic mm-hmm. dangerous for the law-abiding
6: well, driver and she she was right about something in there too where she she said all the people who wanted wanted to you know uh come after us for ostracizing him or marginalizing him or whatever she said she's like you didn't know him we did it's like did, that did broke you my heart the, and, and, but the thing was, I saw people on Twitter trying to make this butcher the victim by saying, well, oh, oh, everybody was mean to him. So no wonder he did this. Fuck you. Fuck you and the hate horse you f- fell off of and broke your smart Yeah, I saw that, brain. too.
7: And that was disgusting. It, it's just those kids knew. And and they, I remember the day or maybe it was the day after this happened, it was either Wednesday or Thursday, where there were reports that this school has, has a gazebo, and they call it the emo gazebo, where all the outcasts, and I. when I say outcasts, I want everybody to know, when I was in high school, I was one of those outcasts.
6: I always do. Well, and, per, and so in middle the school, outcasts,
7: I outcasts. Y- yes, me me too, yes. But this is where the kids, the outcasts, the emo kids went. Mm-hmm they didn't even want him hanging out there
6: well yeah i mean he did draw swastikas on shit
7: i mean this isn't about ostracizing him they just knew that this kid was a bad seed
6: yeah and why is it that 39 uh you know times the police visiting uh uh his home you know nothing came of that so, local authorities have a, a lot to answer for uh here. Uh but anyway, I want to continue. Uh we've got a lot more her speaking here.
2: How about we stop blaming the victims for something that was the shooter's fault? Guns in the first place, those at the gun shows, the people who encouraged him to buy accessories for his guns to make them fully automatic, The people who didn't take them away from him when they knew that he expressed Homicidal tendencies and I am NOT talking about the FBI. I am talking about the people that he lived with I'm talking about the neighbors who saw him outside holding guns If the president wants to come up to me and tell me to my face that it was a terrible tragedy and how it should never have happened and Maintain telling us how nothing is going to be done about it I'm gonna happily ask him how much money he received from the national National Rifle Association. In 2018 alone that comes out to being $5,800. Is that how much these people are worth to you, Trump? If you don't do anything to prevent this from coming, from continuing to occur, that number of gunshot victims will go up and the number that they are worth will go down and we will be worthless to you. To every politician who is taking donations from the NRA, shame on you. reflect on my campaign. Which should I choose? Or would you choose us? And if you answered us, will you act like it for once? You know what would be a good way to act like it? I have an example of how not to act like it. In February of 2017, one year ago, President Trump repealed an Obama-era regulation that would have made it easier to block the sale of firearms to people with certain mental illnesses. Before the shooting and the information that I currently know about him, I don't really know if he was mentally ill. But I I wrote this before I heard what Delaney said. Delaney said that he was diagnosed. I don't need a psychologist and I don't need to be a psychologist to know that repealing that regulation was a really dumb idea. of Iowa was the sole sponsor on this bill that stops the FBI from performing background checks on people adjudicated to be mentally ill and now he's stating for the record well it's a shame that the FBI isn't doing background checks on these mentally ill people well duh, you took that opportunity away last year government who are voted into power are lying to us and us kids seem to be the only ones who notice and are prepared to call BS. Companies trying to make caricatures of the teenagers nowadays saying that all we are is self-involved and trend-obsessed and they hush us into submissions when our message doesn't reach the ears of the nation. We are prepared to call BS. Politicians! <laughs> Politicians who sit in their gilded House and Senate seats funded by the NRA telling us nothing could have ever been done to prevent this. We call BS. We say that tough, they say that tougher gun laws do not decrease gun violence. We call BS. They say a good guy with a gun stops a bad guy with a gun. We call BS. Guns are just tools like knives and are as dangerous as cars. We call BS. BS. No, they say that no laws could have been able to prevent the hundreds of senseless tragedies that have occurred. We call BS. BS. That us kids don't know what we're talking about, that we're too young to understand how the government works. We call BS. BS. If you agree, register to vote. Contact your local congresspeople. Give them a piece of your
6: mind. That was incredible. That was incredible. Mm -hmm. And she said so many things in there that all of us say here all the time.
7: And she's 17. And Mm -hmm. I just... I'm crying again. I'm sorry, well, I'm crying it, it's
6: again. It's powerful stuff. I mean, it's powerful. You know, when you hear th- this, you know, this young woman suffering, and finally, you know, uh, and I, I want to. One of them brought up, uh, I, I, you know, because I've, I've seen so many of these these great kids on TV, you know, over the last few days, and one of them said, "Well, you know, it's a shame this didn't have to happen after Sandy Hook." But those were little, those, little kids.
7: Those kids
6: you know in, couldn't in, in, speak. No, they couldn't. But, you know, now that this has happened in high school and you know they're like they're just like the rest of us. They're real fully formed human beings who want to keep living. And don't think that they the Second Amendment, you know, the, you know, trumps their right to uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, you know.
7: But here's, here's I, I said this in the chat, and I want to say this here on air. Can we give their teachers an amen for educating them on how to find their voice? It's not just parents at home who who raised Emma and, and Dave Hogg and and all of these other kids. Mm-hmm. The teachers at that school showed those kids how to find your voice and how to speak up. I think that's important.
6: I think it is. It's very important. And, you know, as much as uh, conservatives hate to admit it, it's part of that taking a village to raise a child thing. Yes, so, uh Joe, you want to get into thought before we uh go to the break
0: i
3: I just want to say that these kids that girl, what's going on with parkland is just what the Republicans fear the
6: most
5: mm-hmm. yeah,
6: we just got a whole bunch of allies folks in 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 uh, unfortunately from a um a horrendous scenario but as long as we are considerate and don't smear them and, you know, welcome them uh, you know, to the voice of the resistance, we just got a whole lot of allies. And their message
7: registered to vote.
6: Yeah. And their message is pretty much the same as ours. The same as it's been in a long time. So uh but yeah, Emma, Emma Gonzalez, I'm to you, I'm to everybody. Amen. Um Man. We're going to be hearing from uh, more of these kids, uh, in response to, um, w- oh, God damn him. Um, <laughs> the fucking asshole. Uh, uh, what's his name with that was on with Camerota, um, Jack Kingston,
7: oh, Jack Kingston,
6: jack tinkston is such a slime bag oh uh, yeah him. so so we're gonna we're gonna hear from him and and uh then we're gonna uh hear from some responses from more of the kids uh you know more of these young men and women i will say who are standing up for justice like we all are as well so let's go ahead and run they to they the break we'll go right uh, we'll be right back uh right after this Turn
5: up.
4: up the night with Kenny Pick
6: this is metal aficionado Kenny Pick every weekday from 5 to 7pm Eastern it's Gods and Monsters Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heaping helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here.
1: Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick
4: where the real action is come on and take a look this could be very interesting indeed
6: welcome back to the tuesday edition of turn up the night with kenny pick broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide and of course joining me as always on the program uh rain from four freedoms blog washington dc welcome back hello and, of course, Joe Sandhorses, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Carmel Show. I'll be listening tonight at 10.15 p.m. Eastern. Who just got a new congressman. Oh, yeah, what? yeah. Wait, I just got a
3: new congressman, yes. Oh, that's right. Because of the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, I am now in the 8th Congressional District, represented by Matt Cartwright, a progressive Democrat.
6: Nice, nice!
3: Yay! We'll give you. And I uh, used to be represented by Tom Marino,
6: an in-the-bag, big pharma guy, teabag nut. Well, I'll give you an amen for that. That's a, that's, that's, a, that's what you amen. call an upgrade. <laughs> that was an upgrade, all right. You got upgraded yeah. to first class. You got the honeymoon suite. There you so, go. Uh,
7: <laughs> you got. He got the heart-shaped Pocono Mountain bed.
6: He did. He did. So that's very good. Um, and uh, on the ceiling. Sure. Yeah.
7: Luther Vandross.
6: Oh my! So not Barry White. I'd I'd say Barry White would be a real it's upgrade.
7: Go with Barry White. So. What do you think, Joe? Barry White, Luther Vandross. Uh,
6: I I like Barry
3: White. Would okay. maybe What's Al Green. Barry White. I'm a-
7: the heart shaped bed and the mirror, right?
3: Yeah, that's uh, Cove okay, Haven maybe. in the Poconos. Uh, or or what, if it,
6: what if it was? What if it was Obama singing Al Green? I'm oh.
5: so in love.
6: <laughs> anyway, dust it off, yes. that oldie but, uh, but a goodie. Love that.
5: Yes.
6: You know. So before we go
3: forward with the rest of this, um, yeah. I just why I I don't know I I heard. I don't know if anybody heard Aaron Sorkin this morning. I didn't. And uh, Stephanie Rule. But uh, it's noteworthy what he proposed as far as solving some of this
6: gun issue. So when we get a chance, I'll tell you about it. All right. Um, So uh, here we go. Uh, This this is um, uh, Jack Kingston, former, what, Republican from Georgia, right? representative from Georgia. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And he from was hell. also uh, yeah, and and he was also with David Jolly, who's a former Republican representative. And David Jolly, I I didn't even know who he was. I'd look him up. Who's this guy t- speaking uh, the voice of reason here? Um but uh it, here's a uh, here's part 1 with uh, Jack Kingston and Allison camarota And um uh, she calls him out on a tweet he made over the weekend and um Yeah.
1: I want to start with something that you tweeted, because I don't understand it. So let me read to everyone what you tweeted on Sunday night about this. You said, oh, really? Students are planning a nationwide rally, not left wing gun control activists using 17 year old kids in the wake of a horrible tragedy. Hashtag Soros. Hashtag resistance. Hashtag Antifa. Hashtag DNC. Do you think that, Jack? You think? You're serious? Allison, you think these kids look, aren't acting say, on their own volition?
9: Uh, Allison, I think it's a horrible tragedy, and I'm heartbroken that young uh, people have gone no, through you're this, not. and I hope they never would have that tweet again. Uh-huh. But I also know that they're. I'm going to pause it
6: there because you're not heartbroken because you never would have made that ignorant fucking tweet, you, you Republican shill. You Thank Trump you, Kenny, cultist it was yes shill. Yes, no yes, Yeah. You know, you 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 don't care about them. That's why you sent that rancid tweet with uh, mentioning Soros and Antifa. Fuck you. And
9: even if they were involved, fuck you. Their sorrow can very easily be hijacked by left-wing groups. But do you th- also,
6: again, fuck you. They are human beings. They're not being brainwashed. They're not being purchased. Like a conservative would be purchased by the NRA.
7: They're also not stupid.
6: Yeah, and they also like life more than they like freaks with ar fifteen yeah. stockpiled in their fucking ba- parents' basement.
9: You know? Jesus Christ. we uh, have been. an agenda. I, I, well, let's have ask ourselves, agenda. do we really think, we really that, and, and I say this sincerely, oh, oh. do we really think sincerely. 17-year-olds on their own are going to plan a nationwide rally? Jack, I, uh, I would yeah. say to you very plainly that uh, organized groups that are out there like mm-hmm. George Soros are always ready to... So now George Soros
6: is just an organized group. Just George Soros himself is a group. <laughs> yeah. so George now Soros just-
7: is a community organizer.
6: So, so, how old is George
7: Soros? Like ninety?
6: Yeah, put definitely. He's pushing. Yeah, he's in his eighties for sure. But th- so, so this this idea um, that uh, do you really think that seventeen year old children are capable of doing anything other than picking their nose and playing on their iPad? Fuck you, you moron! I I remember. Uh, it was in a national rally, but one of the first gigs I ever played was. Uh, my drummer was a little bit younger than me. After I was, you know, out of high school, and he was, uh, uh, and he was dating a girl who was, you know, about his age. You know, I think he was sixteen; she was fifteen, something like that. And um, her and all of her friends did this giant event to try and get bp to stop burying waste in the county where they lived nice And, and they put on this huge concert and my band was part of it it was like one of the first big show you know big kind of shows i ever played and um you know and and it was it was amazing and yeah I mean sure they might have had some you know teachers guidance counselors whatever help them acquire you know the means to to go from one place to another or get you know a, a facility where they they could put it on you know let them use the auditorium you know uh, 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 whatever uh budget out some money for decorations or whatever but you know I mean these kids you know they they're adults they're young adults mm-hmm. you know i guess Jack Kingston never heard of that
3: one woman on Facebook who had a simple idea of, of getting a few of her friends together and marching on Washington <laughs> the day after the inauguration. And that sort of took off, too. And Those were all just Those the were largest all just, yeah. march on Washington and in, in, in the world across the world, and it was one woman. I guess he can't he can't fathom that this could happen on Facebook.
6: They were just no, androids like, created by the organization known as George Soros. They weren't real people. It's um, a little
7: more insidious than that. Because, Joe, you make a really good point about the Women's March. What mm-hmm. he is trying to say is that these teenagers are stupid.
6: Yeah, and i say That's that a, sincerely. It, he's trying
7: to dismiss teenagers mm-hmm. the same way from what i'm seeing the same way you know the the anti-war marchers during vietnam were dismissed by sure you know
6: you know but then then on the same token on the same token they'll prop up
7: them how to take a shit
6: but on the on the same token they'll prop up somebody like bristol palin uh you know for an abstinence only you know program who has a baby every three days yeah <laughs> every three but days no
7: i I just I found that so um, insulting that he would dismiss absolutely uh, well, you know
6: here,
7: young adults in our nation
3: here's what they do they project onto the left what the right did from from the minute President Obama was inaugurated yeah. which is they started this 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 astroturf tea party that was funded by the Koch brothers Funded by their big donors, that was a, an astroturf movement, and they think that every movement on the left is modeled after what they did. Yeah. Do you okay, hear me, Rick Santelli you, <laughs> right, oh, it, let let Rick Santelli? you piece of shit. All right, let I'm sorry,
5: me.
9: I saw him on TV. It just pissed me off. I Le- know it does.
7: I, I understand, Le- Joe. I really do.
9: Let me play the, the tail end of this clip. It take the charge mm-hmm. and uh. it's kind of like instant rally, instant protest, yeah. and those hey, Jack, groups are ready to take it. Seth, take Jack, it, I, it I to I'm the sorry, streets. I
1: have to correct you. I was down there. I talked to these kids. These kids and, were well, Jack, these kids were wildly motivated. <laughs> I talked to these kids before they knew the body count of how many of their friends had Allison. been killed. No, Jack. No one had talked to them yet. They okay. hadn't been indoctrinated by some left-wing group. They well, Allison, were motivated from okay. what they mm. saw and what Allison, they endured I don't doubt, during that ordeal.
6: Jack, I love that. She's just like, Jack? <laughs> Allison,
3: Allison I, 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 I like to get my I'm deviated
6: septum fixed. Uh, but I, I
7: can't. He is to her, too? Say it again. This is a guy who thinks jack kingston patronized allison he patronized mm-hmm. the kids oh, yeah. he is yeah. such an arrogant piece of crap condescending patriarchal jerk allison yeah yo
6: you're, you're, you're a woman
3: you're a woman allison
6: yeah um yeah so so he had more to say and he is uh obviously more conservative fake deflection and non solutions um mm. oh it's a real deflection to non solutions
9: I don't doubt the their sincerity. Yes, you do, I, absol- I, I absolutely yeah, you do. know these children are heartbroken, but I also know they probably do not have the logistical ability Jack, to plan a nationwide rally silly. without it being hijacked by groups that already had the pre-existing. Yeah, Jack, anti-gun Jack, gun agenda. Jack it's
1: just silly. They're already doing oh, it. They're on well, buses okay, going to the Allison, state legislature today. And, they're 17 years old. And, they can figure this out. But and t- they,
9: they have the money for the bus and they're ready to go. I mean, I just have. A- All right. OK, here you go you dirty prick um there are things huh. called teachers
6: associations right there's also an association of uh, of principals and things like that you know how there's like a government governor's association where they can yeah. connect and everything uh if there are teachers who truly care about this and i'll tell you what i had some teachers that were deeply passionate and responded very positively if you were deeply passionate about something usually art teachers yeah. you know um yes. but yeah. You know, but there are, and it seems like there are a lot of really decent, kind-hearted teachers that uh, that are behind these kids. And you know, he never poo poos You know, some a classroom that is, you know, I mean, they'll never. He and others like him will never poo-poo a class that is going to go to the White House and you know, you know, get, catch a whiff of Fat Donny's charts. You know, but God forbid they they do something that goes against. The, the, the bread and butter of the conservative uh, party that, you know, oh, well, now, obviously, it's George Soros. It couldn't possibly be, you know, the teachers or the, you know, student-teacher um, yeah. or parent-teacher yeah. associations.
7: I think, I think, I got to jump in, Ken. I'm sorry. Everything you said, I, I'm i totally on board with. The one thing that Jack Kingston cannot seem to comprehend is that these Young adults have grown up on social media with smartphones. They know how to organize. True, they yeah, know absolutely. How to get shit together way better than that old man does.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Um
7: not taken into consideration that these kids are more technologically savvy than any one of us on this show right mm-hmm. now.
6: Well, and you know, uh, well, Trojan Rabbit says I'm sure he doesn't have a problem with young Republicans. Well, you know what? He probably doesn't have a problem with you know uh, any kind of NRA-sponsored program for school kids to to learn how to use guns, like this butcher did down in uh, in uh, Florida. Anyway, last bit from this clip of Jack Jackass Kingston. I and I also believe uh, this has a little bit of. Uh, The other, the the reasonable Republican that he's with, a hard time believing
15: it. David, come on, your thoughts. Yeah, Jack, 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 your friend, who cares who's paying for the gasoline for them to get their voice to <laughs> the, legislators? That, who cares? Should, no, listen, they, listen. I, well, the I message they're getting right out is not a left-wing confiscation. They are not getting out a left-wing confiscation message. They are suggesting that, yes, there can be a constitutional right, but not beyond the reach of reasonable regulation. Jack, listen. Hold on, Jack.
9: Hold on,
1: Jack. Let David, when, go ahead, David. Make your point.
15: Here's the point. Here's what the American people are crying out for leadership on. They want universal and comprehensive background checks. They want it to be as difficult to get an assault weapon as it is to get a security clearance in this White House. And they want to see dramatic (laughs) enforcement of the laws on the books. You don't get to choose which one of those three will stop gun violence. It's going to take all of them. Okay,
9: let's put on Hollywood gratuitous violence and bloodshed, which these kids have been inundated with all their life. Let's put on mental health, which if you look at the background... Of most right. of these people who have perpetrated mm-hmm. this there have been all kinds of uh, red flags in this case 36 right. house calls to the, the house by 39. the local police yes and two he could tips still to the FBI legally and buy a gun it. and jack, by the way he could the way, legally the, buy a gun an
1: ar-15 why not deal is, with that he was a
6: good guy with a gun until he decided not to be jack kingston he bought the gun legally your your guy in the White House decided to overturn, again, that Obama-era uh, background check uh, it, it, that would uh, go into people who have been adju- adjudicated from certain types of mental illness. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Hollywood. Oh, oh, you didn't get video games in there, too? Uh, because I saw an amazing tweet.
7: Nobody said, you know, there's a Hollywood Florida.
6: Oh well, yeah, uh, but uh, I'm surprised he didn't he didn't. Uh, well, you know, something I saw over the weekend is uh, I think somebody was going after Kingston or somebody else. I don't know. But Fox News has been, you know, like video games, violent movies, video games, violent movies. And somebody retweeted yeah. from like Australia or England or something is like, hey, jackass, we have all the same stuff you do. And we don't have this same problem. Gee, what is it that we don't have here? Guns. Yeah.
7: Guns. I mean, every country, they have mental health problems. They have the Mm -hmm. same violent video games.
3: Right. Every
7: country has. Somebody said that on
3: TV, Rain. Yeah. Do do we have a thousand times more mentally ill people than in Australia? Because we have a thousand times more gun deaths?
7: It's guns.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, What's the difference between Australia and the United States? Mental illness or Kingston guns. I, yeah, I I just I kind
7: of wish that Bill Maher and CNN. I want CNN to just get rid of him. I really yeah. do.
6: Of of Jack at Kingston. This
7: point, yeah, at this point, it's not even like he's trying to present the alternative point of view. Well, for those tweets, interview.
6: for for those tweets, he should be fired. He, he
7: put those kids in danger
6: yeah because now the right wing um you know that he helped yes. uh, he helped reinforce and craft a narrative that these kids are part of antifa who uh, 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 by the way if anybody has any stats on how many people antifa has killed uh please let me know because uh, I still got a big fat zero uh sitting here um and uh you know uh, but if on the converse, uh uncount uh, you know countless people have been killed by white supremacists in this country yes. over the last you know 200 years
7: and when he when he did that antifa thing about these kids that was kind of a dog whistle call for for the white nationalists to go after these kids yep i believe that my heart and my soul he put them in yeah. danger
6: well you know and you know what happened with you know when when people started uh uh well there was another guy uh he, there was uh I forget what the what the name of the book was, but um Emma Gonzalez was holding up a copy of a book and some some guy tweeted it out and and he was like, "Oh, what's this all about?" and it was something about the um it was like a, I think a Rising Tide of Color was the name of the book or something like that. Um mm-hmm. and and you know, so it was basically a book about, you know, how yeah, white people are not going to be the majority <laughs> in this country for I mean very long at all uh and and that's fine that's fine white people you're you're still gonna be here um it's okay don't cry we'll get you some tissues uh but you know i mean so so they're already you know getting the dog whistles out like oh well like you remember what happened in ferguson you remember what happened uh with um you know uh you know uh, with with trayvon martin they had white nationalists klansmen um, you know, and, and, you know, other nasty little Nazi type groups going to these places and trying to stir up more trouble. Yeah. So that's exactly what Jack Kingston did. So, yeah, I, I believe that he you're 100 percent right um, that he is, is trying to stir up violence against these kids. And, and it's despicable. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. Uh, and we, God
7: forbid we, anybody puts harm on one hair of any of them. This entire nation filled with high school students who are way, way more. There's so many of them.
6: Yeah.
7: I, I'm telling you, this, yeah. this is a boil. This is, this is going to boil over.
6: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this is, uh, th- this could quite possibly be the, the, um, the signal of a massive sea change in this country uh, leading up to the uh, midterms. Uh, so, uh, alright, Here, here's uh, the last one from Jack Kingston. Uh, this is just fucking laughable.
9: Let me give you a statistic that's going to challenge you. But from 1991 mm-hmm. to 2014, 160 million guns were purchased by America. Now, that's a pollen figure for many people. 160 a million pollen? guns. Yep. yep, got it. And during that period of time, violent crime in America went down 52%. Mm-hmm. And the murder rate went down 54%. Jack, let me now, ask you this. I hear you That's that's an important statistic. Why,
1: why when it comes to gun violence, do you want to talk about everything except guns?
9: I'm willing to talk (laughs) about guns, but I also want to have facts. When people say an AR-15 is an assault rifle, which it isn't, when one of the.
1: Hold on. on. What do you mean? Why are you protecting the AR-15? How do you define that?
9: An uh, assault rifle is where you pull the trigger and you have multiple rounds. No, a that's semi-automatic an automatic weapon. That's an
1: automatic <laughs> no, weapon. An it, assault. What people call okay. an assault rifle okay. is that it's a weapon of war. Now,
9: like, I heard a thoughtful discussion about school prayer and morality back in the, the public <laughs> discussion. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and nobody from the left is going to, oh, school prayer, how, well, that's hardly a part of the problem. But you it, know what? You're what right. It is. It's
6: not. It's fucking not. That's. I was a part of a different problem altogether. The bad old days where you were fucking trying to, uh, you know, find out anybody who might be a communist or you know go after, um, you know, uh, trying to segregate blacks from whites. I mean, no, no, we're not going back to to you know. no not mess around with God's America. Not gonna happen, Kingston. You fucking backwards ass redneck hillbilly.
7: AR-15 stands for Assault Rifle.
6: Yeah, it doesn't stand for... AR. Pl- yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God there you go. Um damn it. <laughs> um, I didn't even know that. Uh, so, uh, that thank you. Um, God
7: damn it. And why did he just, like, suddenly, like, turn hard right and talk about religion and prayer?
6: Well, because of the God and the Bible and the baby Jesus and... Jesus Christ.
7: I want to punch him in the name of the Lord.
6: And you know what's, here? Here's the funny thing, Jack <laughs> Kingston. I guarantee you uh, that the gun ownership level and the permissiveness of gun owners in this country, um, the, the that uh, the largesse are uh, people who identify with, as you do, religiously i guarantee you that atheists aren't stockpiling guns i guarantee you jewish people aren't stockpiling guns i guarantee you that catholics aren't stockpiling guns it's evangelicals it's baptists it's methodists it's it's basically the you know the the very white bread strains of uh of christianity the americanized versions of christianity in this country who are uh uh, lusting over these weapons, so they can, so they can play god.
7: I can pretty much guarantee you that Jack Kingston, I think, dropped out of his job or he got voted out. Because there's a reason why yeah. he is not in office in Georgia. He's a dumb fuck fucking sakes. man. Fucking Georgia.
6: Yeah, he's oh, a dumb fucking man. Um, and I use the term "man" loosely. So anyway, we I heard some. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I heard some people.
3: Uh, uh, I saw some people on Twitter and on Facebook saying how they wished after that exchange they would get rid of him you know like they did on some other sycophants
7: what do you mean by get rid of him fire him why is
3: he a CNN CNN
7: contributor I don't know why he is he shouldn't be I mean I get why CNN has conservatives I get it but after that come on
6: he's 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 definitely on the hot there the,
7: was based in reality
6: he's definitely on the jeffrey lord hot, jeffrey lord hot rail uh out of there we'll see uh but yeah and yeah. One, one point before we uh run to the break um um where is it uh oh yeah uh, Caitlin chris um uh says uh, oh, the, you, you know that explains the the shootings in churches then uh right jack kingston you know so, um, and Kat said, you know, uh, who doesn't have God in their schools, Canada, Germany, the Netherlands, Australia, Japan, and then Caitlin Chris followed up. And that exp- explains the shootings in churches. Yeah. Because we just had one of those in Texas, in a Texas church by a right winger. Yes. Mm. So tell me. Yes. Fucking A. I hate these people. <laughs> All right. And that was the
7: Texas <laughs> one. And then there was the one in South yep. Carolina at mother Emanuel.
6: Yep. Exactly. By a white nationalists. By an out-and-out out Nazi. Conservative nationalist white Nazi. Or white nationalist Nazi. Whatever. All right, uh we gotta go to the break. Need, uh
7: yeah. I need some happy bunnies.
6: Yeah. So uh all right, we'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick.
4: Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank
13: you. Kennypick.com. It's Tuesday, February 20, 2018.
1: On his return from Milan, he flew on Emirates
14: in one of the world's most luxurious business class cabins. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt now under scrutiny for luxury air travel. I don't
10: spend any time with polluters. Right. (laughs) I prosecute polluters. Right.
14: In reality, EPA enforcement against polluters is down. Way down. Judge rules against Trump's Department of Energy, plus, surprise, deodorants, perfumes, paints, and pesticides are all contributing to air pollution. All of those surprises and
13: more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Trump's EPA chief, he's under fire because he's been flying first class. And the reason he says he has to is because people in coach yell at him. (laughs)
12: He says it's a very toxic environment politically. You know what else is a very
13: toxic environment? The environment. That's the this evening. is your Green News Report. I'm
5: gonna soak up the sun.
13: Okay, Desi Doyen, we start with congratulations in order. This is our ninth anniversary for the Green News Report. Yep. You are now in your 10th year of bringing us six minutes of independent Green News
14: politics, analysis, and snarky
13: comment. Thank you. You'd think I would remember it after all of those years. (laughs) Uh, Congratulations to you.
14: And you as well.
13: Thank you. And my thanks to those of you who stopped by bradblog.com slash donate to congratulate both of us. We could use your help to continue the Green News Report into our 10th year. So, thanks again to those who stop by bradblog.com slash donate to help us out. We rely on you to stay on our public airwaves. What do you have for us today, Desi Doyen?
14: Well, the Inspector General of the Environmental Protection Agency is looking into Administrator Scott Pruitt's unprecedented spending on a personal security detail and his penchant for first-class travel. The EPA claims that Pruitt must travel first-class around the world on the taxpayer's dime because as he told the New Hampshire Union leader of the, quote, very toxic environment politically that has led to incidents on flights reportedly consisting of Americans in coach saying mean things to him like, you're effing up the environment.
13: I wonder how the political environment got so toxic. Did uh, his predecessor, Jenna McCarthy, face no kind of security threats from the the public when flying on uh, airplanes? Oh, she did, but she still traveled coach. Imagine that.
14: But don't let Pruitt's travel scandal distract you. Oh, I won't. From the fact that the EPA's enforcement against actual polluters is down, way down. In a recent interview with Time magazine, Pruitt claimed he is enforcing pollution law.
10: I'm a former attorney general. I've led a, I've led a grand jury. I know what it means to prosecute people. We already have, and I will.
14: But in reality, according to the EPA's own numbers, enforcement actions against industrial polluters during Pruitt's first year in office is actually down 44% compared to the first year enforcement records of previous administrations. Imagine that! For example, the Obama EPA in its first year launched nearly 400 enforcement actions, but Pruitt's EPA has initiated only 115. Well,
13: maybe that's because people were calling them names.
14: Just last week, Pruitt's EPA dramatically reduced a proposed fine against agribusiness giant Syngenta for violating pesticide regulations that resulted in farm workers in Hawaii being exposed to the toxic pesticide chlorpyrifos. The Obama EPA had proposed a $5 million fine against Syngenta, but Trump's EPA dropped that down to just $150,000 plus an additional $400,000 for farm worker training programs. It pays to pollute. Meanwhile, a new study suggests that common household products can be significant contributors to air pollution. Researchers were trying to understand why the shift to cleaner cars and trucks hasn't led to even greater reductions in air pollution, and they found that petroleum-based chemicals used in paints and pesticides and personal care products, like your deodorant and perfumes, are having an impact. They found that a lot of these chemicals from everyday products, called volatile organic compounds, wind up in the air. And combined, they can emit as much air pollution as our cars and trucks.
13: Wow, you are so not fun, Desi Doyen.
14: (laughs) Well, there is finally some good news. A federal judge has ordered the Trump administration's Department of Energy to stop delaying new rules that strengthen energy efficiency standards for appliances so consumers can finally save some money.
13: Save some money and save the planet without having to use so much energy. So that is good news. Has the Department of Energy said they are going to appeal that decision yet, all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court?
14: No word on that yet.
13: Oh, just wait for it. Thank you. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. And remember, our Green News Report is always free to you. Though we do thank those of who stop by bradblog.com slash donate to help us keep going into our 10th year as we celebrate the ninth anniversary of the Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.
5: I'm gonna soak up the sun.
8: weekly extraterrestrial radio all the power without the tower
10: this is kenny pick on turn up the night
8: I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 horn. You're like a word genius and everything I say, (laughs) you twist it around
12: and make me (laughs) look dumb.
4: I like the way he Mm talks. Do you really think that people don't
13: know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com, He
12: even talks
9: honky. Jesus Christ. A peaceful, radical, nonviolent revolutionary who hangs around with lepers, hookers, and crooks, who never spoke English, was never an American
6: citizen, anti capitalism, anti death penalty, anti public prayer. Yes, he was, motherfucker. Matthew 6 5, anti public prayer. But never once anti gay and didn't mention abortion and was a long haired, brown skinned, it's in the book, homeless Middle Eastern Jew. That's right. And he also didn't advocate uh, for using guns. Uh, Amen. so I thought that would be a nice way to remind, uh, all these fake Christians, uh, that they're doing it wrong. Uh, so anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, rain from four freedoms blog in Washington, DC. Hello.
7: Hi, I'm much calmer now.
6: Good. Good. So, and, uh, <laughs> and of course, Joe Santor says, Cranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Welcome back. My friend. You mean Jesus didn't say turn the the other other ar-15 no you most certainly did not so uh all right (laughs) i'm gonna try and calm my silly ass down and i'm gonna do name calling tonight everybody and if you want to call the show after name calling we'll get in a lightning round the number is 330-536-1466 or 330 ken the number one goo. Uh, But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and... Uh, All you know.
15: right, let's get straight to the biscuits.
6: All right, everybody. It's been a while. We got Bobber in D.C. who can be heard every Friday on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Uh, Well, uh, P.S. Mueller is on his uh, extended hiatus. Our good friend Broke Hammer. Hello, Broke. Uh, it was good uh, hearing from you Uh, last show. That was fun. Caitlin Chris uh, had a fun time on Southern Progressive Revival with her this past Sunday. Uh, oh, my God. If I talked to everybody on the list over the last weekend, I've been doing too much radio, folks. Clinster, of course, who was part of the Musicians Roundtable uh, that we uh, did the other day with Bobber and our friend Justin. Uh, really good show. I uh, have been a uh, little waylaid with uh, some back issues possibly kidney stone issue i haven't mentioned mentioned it on the show tonight um but i think uh i think it's a kidney stone folks um but it's i'm feeling a little better Is um with uh yeah you can have it with father oh. beans. sure why not but yeah so so that uh that podcast will be up and running by sometime this weekend we'll all I'll schedule it for some specials and also make it available for download the musicians roundtable fun stuff Psy guy in dc is here as well thank you for joining us Psy guy uh jay collie also here as well uh a fellow lover of the collie joke um and uh uh (coughs) my sister from another mr cat in columbus ohio and of course uh down youngstown way my pappy ken senior hello dad uh we got living in long island uh in here as well thank you living uh, Michelle, and that means Miles in Port St. Lucie can't be uh, far behind. So, Miles and Michelle, of course, heard on uh, Mike Jack Radio every Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, along with Mr. Adam Hebert and John Kendall, and myself uh, at the tail end of the program. Uh, Nova Moonlight is joining us, one of our moon sisters here, Nova Moonlight. And, um, uh, of course, Peter in San Francisco. Uh, thank you for hanging out. President, uh, I wish President was President instead of Trump. Would you like that responsibility, Prez? If we can impeach the whole lot, we'll, we'll put you in there. Um, <laughs> Sandy and Durwood uh, joining us. Thank you, Sandy, for hanging out, as always. Uh, Scoopster in Rhode Island. Scoopster. Scoopster and Scooter. Always get Scoopster and Scooter uh, mixed up a little bit. Scooter cans uh, joining us in the chat. Of course, uh, Theo, once again, thank you for the... Uh, awesome Tom Baker era, um, Stetson, I guess, is it a Stetson? I don't know. It's a, it's a hat and, uh, the wonderful scarf. Uh, so again, Halloween costume for life there. And, uh, I'll just have to get a, a big, long, uh, curly wig. My hair's, uh, I don't keep my hair that long anymore. Uh, and of course, uh, Tim Cormel, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Tim Cormel from the Tim Cormel show. Again, you can hear the Tim Cormel show at 10, 15 PM Eastern after turn up the night every tuesday that includes tonight and i think joe's got a special clown car for everybody uh some new cuisine items uh trump recommended cuisine items and uh, it'll make you sick it'll make you sick uh well i I do have a uh drop for that there you go (laughs) And last but not least, Trojan Rabbit, uh, joining us, uh, and uh, you, of course, uh, Paul's memory bank can be heard every Monday, 8 to 10 PM Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. He did his belated love fest for Valentine's day last night. Uh, and, um, not sure what he's doing next Tuesday, but as always, he has an excellent music selection, so you won't want to miss it. And, uh, so anyway, here we are. If you want to call into the show, we'll do a few calls before the top of the hour. Three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six or three three zero Ken one goo and um, let me play uh, a, a relatively short clip here. Um, but uh, the uh, uh, Allison Camarota had uh, two of the the great young uh, a young man and a young woman from uh, Parkland. Uh, two of the survivors. And, uh, they, uh, their names are Brandon, uh, Abzug and Delaney tar. And they were, re- they responded to, um, Jack Kingston. Oh, wait, hang on one second. We got, uh, Ken senior calling in. So hi, dad. What's going on? i uh, not much. Hey, how's your evening? How's your edge going? Yeah. So say hi to rain and Joe.
4: Oh, hi, Ray and I, Joe.
6: Hi, I can see I,
4: I, I called with with a mission, with a purpose. Yeah? I, I don't know. I, you know, all the talk about guns and everything. How many people know about the ghost guns?
6: Well, I actually had a ghost gun as a child, and it was very nice. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, uh, ghost guns are un, unregistered legal Mm -hmm. AR-15 semi-automatic handguns, which you can purchase and own. You can buy through the mail, there's no waiting period, no nothing. And what they are is they're 80% complete. The receiver portion of the gun which chambers the bullets and has all the mechanisms in it needs 20% of the work to complete it, which requires drilling some holes, possibly tapping them and then you assemble it, Okay, it can take you a couple hours to do it, but you can buy as many as you want. There's no limit as to how many you can buy. The only one that governs these things is the companies that sell them. And if you buy 1,000 AR-15s and they say, oh, okay, you know, hey, we made a big sale, that's all well and good. Or they could, you know, be nice guys and say, oh, wait a minute, this guy's outfitting a small army. Mm. Oh, Wow. Okay, there were two killings using a ghost gun. One was in the past November in Santa Monica, California, where five people were killed. Another one, oh, wait a minute, that was uh, in Northern California. And then another one in Santa Monica where another five people were killed in 2013 using uh, a ghost gun. I'll post uh, some links on this so that you can see that the, the law for this has been on the books for like 50 years i think it came about because of all the muzzle loader guns that were popular in the early uh, or yeah the early 70s okay uh, in order to make it legal for you to buy them and own them without registering them and everything they did that but since then it has progressed to this
6: Oh no! You see, when you and first called, is, a, when you first called about this, I thought you were talking about because I used to have a toy called a ghost gun when I was a kid, and I thought you were saying that we should just give these people toy guns to kill ghosts. On uh, do you remember that thing?
0: Yeah. yeah,
6: yeah. But okay. But anyway, I'm sorry I didn't mean to me to cut you off. Go ahead and finish your. your, th- your no, thing.
4: that's okay. They refer these to a ghost because they're they're not there. They're invisible.
6: Yeah, to the and re- registration dead. and whatnot.
4: There are yes. no, no serial numbers on them. There's no registration and, and AR 15, you can, you can purchase the kit for it for around $500. So
7: these are a basically fully completed. One. Pardon? Are these black market guns?
4: No, no, no. These are hundred percent legal. You can find the websites. In fact, wow. I'll, I'll attach a couple of the websites on, on the link. Where you can wow. actually just go on there and purchase them,
6: hmm, that's not good, Wow, no,
7: I didn't know about yeah. this. thank you i jesus
4: this is this is just one of the things that's fallen through the loopholes that they they're really not talking about because they don't want a lot of people to know that these are actually out there, no, oh, so it's
6: uh, just another n r a wet dream really, so yeah, it's horrible.
4: Uh, just another way for people to, to, to buy guns and not have to register them. And it's just, I, it's sickening the way this, this is going, mm. you
15: know. Thank you.
4: I mean, I've been I a gun owner all my life, so. but if if they want to take them away from me, you know, they're more than welcome to have them. Yeah.
7: I, just, I feel uh, like at a certain point, I don't think it's unfair to say, we need 100% gun control laws. Yeah. 100%. Uh, one like
4: that I hear. Every gun needs to be posted. controlled.
7: It should be put into a database. We should be able to just track every damn gun.
6: Mm. Yeah. Well, thanks for letting us know about that, Dad. That's bonkers. I had no idea. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm genuinely not surprised at all. Um, because, and, you know, that um, these, yeah. man, these manufacturers in the NRA, they just, they want America to be a washing in guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Well, uh, like the, the, the semi-automatic handguns that you can buy, they, like I said, they need 20% of the work done to them to make them operable, but they also provide you with a fixture to put the receiver into so that you accurately, do the drilling and the milling that you need to do to make it a functional weapon.
6: Mm. Wow. That's nuts. Well, dad, we gonna- I am sure that. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. No, no, I'll f- let you go. Fin- finish okay, your I'll thought. I'll post these links. No, just finish your thought. What were no, you going
4: I was just going to say, I'm sure there are some people out there that for a few extra bucks, you know, they'll make one for you or, you know, rework one, whatever's mm-hmm. necessary to get you one. Mm. Wow. Okay, but I well, just wanted to get that out
6: there. I appreciate that, Dad. Yeah, that's something we'll we'll, uh, we'll keep uh, folks posted on. But, yeah, thanks for calling in. I love you. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Love you, too. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.
4: Bye, Joe. Bye, Rain.
7: Bye.
6: All right, Caitlin, Chris, wow. you're on the line.
8: Hi. What's hey, up? Hey, Joe. Hey, Rain. Hi, Kenny. Hi, Kenny. Oh, I was just in. I was just thinking have you guys heard about the um the people who have either turned in their guns or have destroyed them on video
6: yeah absolutely there I've was seen uh, one video. there was a guy you know there there was uh we saw the one guy on Facebook today we were uh, discussing that earlier um and uh, my my reaction to that was you know, here's a guy who destroyed his gun uh, in support of saving children's lives, whereas uh, conservatives destroyed their coffee makers in support of a child molester.
8: Right, but there was there was an, I think there was a lady I forget where she was I think she might have been in Pennsylvania who destroyed her handgun on on um on on video too, and then there was a guy in Broward County who turned his I think it was an AR-57 into the um, into the broward county sheriff's department because he's like i i don't want this to be used you know yeah. potentially be used for um you know to kill to kill another person sure. so he he handed it in and you know they they took it down and did all their usual paperwork for well getting of handguns but it's like yeah that's you know one three less guns at this point
6: i i don't know if i ever told anybody this but um a family member uh passed away in the last um Oh, I want to say five or six years ago now, and uh, me and another family member uh, were offered his uh, gun stash, and both he and I were like, "No, we call the sheriff's department," you know, and that's what they did, and they they took him uh, to make sure they didn't you know get in anybody's hands. But you know, had I had I the ability at the time, you know, I I just still don't have it. I don't have a saw that can cut through metal. Um, I would have considered yeah. that. I would have considered that. You know, just you know. Cause, yeah, I think
8: the lady, the, the lady, um, who destroyed her handgun on video, did it, I believe, with an angle grinder. And I think the guy who destroyed his AR-15, you've seen, he he, he I think he used a um, a, a, a saw or something. It was some kind
6: to. of mi- It was some kind of like miter saw. Uh, with yeah, uh, you it was know, a miter
7: saw. Yeah. It was. It was the kind of saw. Actually, it was the kind of saw that you used to cut tile
6: oh okay yeah so the blade whatever. it's a carb rundum blade yes okay so yeah and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. i know rain and i both had a similar concern about that guy who who cut his gun because it, he just cut off like the 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 thinner part that you know the barrel um but uh in the video but i think for the sake of time he just you know wanted to show him cutting part of it but then uh, on his mm-hmm. Facebook page, it showed him. You know, he actually cut through the like the trigger mechanism and everything too. He cut it into three yeah. so pieces. he, des- he
8: destroyed his, He destroyed the gun. Then. Yeah, yeah.
6: yeah. So mm-hmm. so he did a, a second uh, saw cut uh, that you know off the video, but he he posted uh, the picture that said one less or something like that. Yeah. So. But um, but yeah. So uh, that that is that's a that's a positive step. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean,
8: it, considering, considering for after Sandy Hook, this sort of thing didn't happen, you know, and after Columbine, it didn't happen, but we, I think we've hit, we may have hit a point where people are like, you know what? No.
6: Yeah.
8: You know, what I'd like to see
7: happen, if I can just jump in here is, sure. um, sure. A, a while back in, in cities, in urban, and I'm using funny air quotes, you know when they had um city shootings cops in those cities police you know police departments they were like hey we're gonna have a buyback give us your guns mm-hmm. give us your guns i want to see that happening all over the country again
5: Agreed. and
7: and those buybacks were usually handguns mm-hmm. i want to see ar-15 buybacks now yeah and soon
6: yes absolutely
8: i, I
7: Really do want to see
8: that.
3: I think that's what happened in Australia after their last mass murder.
8: Yeah, that did. Yeah. They had a and big the, national. And there hasn't buyback. been one. Yeah, and there hasn't been one since.
3: Right. Exactly.
7: But something that's really I didn't know this until just a couple of hours before the show. In in Florida, you can be 18. You can buy buy an AR-15.
8: Yep. But you have to wait. are not You're, enough, you're not old enough to drink, but you can buy a gun.
7: Well, there's that, but you can't buy a handgun until you're 21. Mm-hmm. But That's you can just buy an sick. That's just sick.
6: It really is. Yeah, it
7: is sick. There's something really wrong with the logic of that. There's something wrong with the logic of that law. There's something wrong with the people who passed that into law. I don't get it.
6: Well, there's something deeply wrong with so many of the laws in Florida. You know, I mean, look at the stand your ground law we've oh, talked about at yeah. length here. You know, I mean, it's all... I mean, Florida has, you know, the the Republicans who have been fucking shit up in Florida for, for decades, mm-hmm. they, got yeah. for. they got a lot to answer for. They got a lot to answer for. For Hey, Pam Bondi, Pam Bondi will pick up the tab for your
3: funeral.
6: <sighs> no yeah. problem. That's disgusting.
8: Yeah, after taking a bribe for, you know from trump
6: <laughs> yeah really yes well yeah. uh right caitlin chris I'm, I'm gonna let you go uh we're uh, we're getting uh close to the top of the hour but it was good talking to you on sunday as well
8: yep yep good talking so. to you too kenny are we still uh, am i still on for tomorrow or is that a different is there a different schedule uh
6: let me check that i i thought it was uh, um Oh, let me f- hold on i gotta I'll, I'll let you know i'll let you know so i'll drop you a line on twitter yeah, you, or you know, okay?
8: yeah drop me drop me an email or twitter or, or something email. so okay you we'll know. do okay
6: all right Bye. all right
8: all right so
6: uh all right bye-bye. uh before we before we go to the break um uh, i want to squeeze this clip in uh we're done with calls for now folks um might take a couple it's a, in the last segment we'll see uh, but allison camarota had uh brandon uh Abzug and uh, Delaney Tarr uh, respond to to what Jack Kingston said about them uh, basically being a bunch of George Soros-funded zombies.
1: Joining us now to talk about this and so much more are two shooting survivors. We have Delaney Delaney Tarr here with us and Brandon Abzug, along with Brandon's father, Mark Abzug. And I want to start with you guys, Mark and Brandon, because I know that you were listening to former Congressman Jack Kingston there suggesting that somehow I guess you've been co-opted you've been brainwashed I guess by left-wing activists what's your response
4: not a chance these students are motivated these
15: students are intelligent the only um motivation they have is uh, making change they haven't been contacted by uh, any operatives
4: they they are doing this on their own with the support of their families
15: and the people that love them
1: Brandon what's it like when you hear people say you guys don't know what you're doing you must be having help from somebody else
15: I think it's very despicable that he would even have the audacity to say that um, young people all across this country and over the world should feel that they have the power to make things right and especially in the wake of a tragedy we really show who we truly are so to say that just because we're young we can't make a difference is not right, and he should apologize for that.
2: Delaney, have you been hearing this? Absolutely. I think with any movement there comes this amount of hating and trolling and people telling you that you're just a little kid, you don't know what you're talking about, or you're a puppet. But ultimately we have to we have to move past all of that because the amount of support that we're getting is so overwhelming compared to everything else.
1: That's really good to hear.
6: Yeah, amen to that. Amen! Ah, man. Mm. Look at them taking the high road like adults. Because that's what they are, folks. um And. and,
7: Fucking Republicans right now.
6: Yeah. Well, maybe they should bring back school prayer and let people stop letting people watch dirty movies and TV and video games. Fucking freak.
3: Mm. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, It's all video games.
6: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not guns. Not guns. Definitely so, not guns. Video games. Yeah, I, I'm so glad somebody that the, Rain you pointed out AR stands for assault rifle. I had no idea. I, I just didn't. I didn't care enough to know really. Um, but I should have. Hey. So, but yeah, these
7: kids are smarter than everybody my age and older. Period. And mm. story stop. Yeah. They know how to use social media. They know how to talk to people god yeah they're they're gonna just be like gop <laughs> leaving you in the dust
6: yeah Bye-bye. all right well on that note we're gonna go ahead and run to the break uh i've got a few other clips from some other students and i got a little malcolm nance i know lined up and maybe a couple other things uh and we'll do a couple mad libs around out the night uh and uh yeah Anyway, we'll uh, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So
0: new and different, it won first
6: prize
4: at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. Light out,
6: everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern.
7: To another edition of...
0: Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how.
2: He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer.
0: Prepare, Prepare to make
3: computer-to-computer computer to computer to
2: computer contact. contact. That is an unique idea.
3: Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yes.
5: Thank you.
4: God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come
6: on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on India Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. Not India Media Weekly Worldwide. That's where Donald Trump Jr. is today, selling uh, hotels. Um, or selling, uh, well, I don't know, some kind of fucking property uh, using uh, his daddy uh, to, to uh, um, you know, enrich uh, the family, uh, you know, by using the White House. Hmm. Fucking freaks. Grifters. One and all. Anyway, welcome back well, to the show. he's not doing
7: that. He's busy passing, you know, conspiracy theories.
6: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um yeah so anyway of course rain for four freedoms blog in washington dc welcome back
7: long time dis fan of donald trump jr
6: yeah uh and joe at scranton pennsylvania the electric city welcome back as well i wish somebody would be never mind
3: (laughs) i won't say it on the air okay hi uh
6: i was gonna say something nasty about donald trump jr but i I won't say it uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll just say that, uh, so, okay, uh, l- let's go ahead and, um, get, uh, get back to some of the audio from some of these great, uh, fine young adults from Parkland. Um, I've got a clip here from, um, Cameron Caskey, and this was, uh, what he said here was one of the most awesome things, um, you know, just in a, in a nutshell uh, the, What he says at the very end here is Very much like something we've been saying on this show
12: You're either with us or against us We are losing our lives while the adults are playing around And we have received endless support from your generation And we thank everybody for that immensely Because we we, we really appreciate it We don't need you on March 24th, you are going to be seeing students in every single major city marching, and we have our lives on the line here. And at the end of the day, that is going to be what's bringing us to victory and to making some sort of right out of this tragedy. Is, this is about us begging for our lives. This isn't about the GOP. This isn't about the Democrats. This is about us creating a badge of shame for any politicians who are accepting money from the NRA and using us as collateral.
6: Hot damn. Hot damn. A badge of shame for anybody who takes money from the NRA. What what we've been saying on this show is that nothing is going to matter. We're not going to get any kind of decent, reasonable gun control until there is a huge loss at the ballot box by people who, you know, when people who are getting paid hand over fist by the NRA start losing, that's the only time things are going to change when their money is considered like like Cameron Kasky says a badge of shame and it should be
7: yeah and, and here's the thing these kids I, they have no fucks to give no they don't have they don't have you know like somebody to say here's what you have to say here's how you have to do it they don't have yeah. anybody representing them except themselves they don't have any fucks to give and I think this is why I love them so much. They don't give a shit about what you and I think. Yeah. All they're asking for is that. Hey, guess what? This is what we're gonna do. You're either with us, with us, or against us.
6: Yeah, and, uh, and for I'm the record, I'm with them. I'm with them too. Uh, so yeah, and uh, but you know, I, I mean. Joe, uh, a badge of shame. That, that, I mean, that, that's that's brilliant. I am so impressed
3: with this uh, with these high school kids. Um, it brings me back hope that uh, we had when I was young, you know, and I was in high school and college and we were trying to change the world and you know we didn't do a great job but uh i think we moved the ball down the field and i th- these mm. kids
6: are ready to take up the torch yeah i love it yeah so um let me see uh next clip i'm going to play here a uh, little murder fisty but it's it's uh it's sandwiched uh, lovingly by chris hayes don't worry um uh this is about paul ryan's canned responses does
7: make good sandwiches
6: yeah he does delicious uh unless unless he uses ryan as a filling paul ryan well but uh yeah Carter paul, yeah oh god those taste funny uh <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> he tastes crazy uh, but yeah, Chris Hayes with uh, Paul Ryan's latest canned uh, canned answer to uh, gun control.
10: Today, the Speaker of the House of Representatives, a man who has as much control as anyone over what Congress can actually do on any given matter of public interest, spoke about yesterday's school shooting, about the murder of 17 students and teachers.
0: Right now, I just think we need to, to, to take a breath and collect the facts. This is not the time to jump to some conclusion not knowing the full facts. We- so I just think what you don't do is knee-jerk and say, let's just take away a citizen's rights.
10: If that sounds familiar, it is because it is. Uh, listen, for instance, to what Paul Ryan said after the shooting in San Bernardino that left 14 dead. What we're trying to do is find out the
0: facts and make sure that what our response is actually addresses the problems without, without infringing upon the rights of law-abiding citizens. We want to make sure oh, that we God. don't violate a person's rights if they're a law-abiding citizen. You have to think these things through before we just have knee-jerk reactions. That's my point.
10: And then listen to what Paul Ryan said after the shooting in Oregon that left nine people dead. Ryan says now is
9: not the time for, quote, knee-jerk reactions to the Second Amendment.
0: I think by going after uh, citizens' Second Amendment rights after these tragedies is to overlook the real problems that underlie these, particularly in the area of
10: mental illness. Ah, yes, mental illness. Uh, you'll see a lot of Republicans talking about mental illness, and uh, they might have a point, although the data doesn't quite bear it out. But it might be a little more persuasive if, if... Congress was doing anything about that issue. In fact, literally the only gun-related bill to be signed by this Republican president with the Republican Congress was a bill last year that rolled back an Obama-era regulation that actually made it easier for a person deemed to have a mental disability to purchase a gun. So while Paul Ryan avoids a knee-jerk reaction to yet another mass shooting, we move forward towards the next one without any reaction at all.
6: Yeah, same old shit. Same old Ryan, different day. Same old shitty Ryan. You know what the thing about, um, law
3: abiding citizens, it's a funny thing. You're a law abiding citizen
6: until you're not. Yep. We, you know, all of us law abiding citizens have to trust that all the good guys with a gun won't become a bad guy with a gun. Um, just whenever. Yeah.
3: I, I'm going to post a link. Right now, to uh, an interview that Katie Turr did this afternoon. Okay. With the man who was a lot bat- biting citizen. He was 17 years old in, I think, 1996. And he planned a mass shooting of a school. And you know why he didn't do it? Because he couldn't get a gun.
6: Oh, I did see, I saw, I read the headline on that.
3: Yeah. Well I just posted the link. It's worth reading. It's worth watching.
7: Well you know here's the thing. I I do want to see it. I do want to read it. The bottom line is that every damn person is a law abiding citizen until they pull the trigger. Right.
3: You are until you're not.
7: Yeah. Yeah that's the point that I'm trying to make. You're a law abiding citizen until you're not. So how do we make sure that more people are law-abiding? and I hope that doesn't sound like I'm like oh authoritarianism but God damn it guns 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 guns
6: yeah uh, I'm the biggest problem in this better. country
7: right now is guns yeah and Trump but
6: yeah anyway <laughs> I'd like to ban him uh so anyway. Um, let's listen to uh, the last clip I have um, here from uh, this is Don Lemon's program. And this is uh, Carly Novel, uh, a Parkland survivor. Uh, she has a message to Tommy Laren. Uh, of course, Tommy Laren is uh, one of the most hateful right wing commentators out there. Um, you know, the one who uh, was still on her parents' insurance because of the Affordable Care Act and also uh came out as pro uh choice and got fired from the blaze remember that
2: mm-hmm.
6: and uh yeah so basically she's just she's a conservative uh, i think only in the sense that she wants to just put people down make herself feel better and try and make a quick buck um yes. so uh carly Novell from parkland uh, one of the parkland survivors uh has uh, uh, something to say about um, Tommy Lahren's nasty tweets about oh, sh- shouldn't politicize or whatever she tweeted this, she said uh, can the left let the families grieve for even 24 hours before they push their
13: anti-gun and anti-gun uh, owner agenda, my goodness this isn't about a gun,
9: it's about another lunatic, hashtag Florida shooting, and then you responded, you said I was hiding in a closet for two hours it was about guns you weren't there
6: you don't know how i how it felt guns give these disgusting people the
9: ability to kill other human beings this is about guns and this is about all the people who had their life abruptly ended because of guns.
6: that was a very brave message why did you decide to even respond
2: i don't know i i like had just woken up and i think i just was like really upset and i just needed to say something like i think it's different when you hear it from someone who was there and i hope it like impacted people more just because like it was so heartbreaking to like hear what was happening from people on the outside and we didn't know what was going on but like while we were in there we were all still talking about gun control and how something needs to change like we were in a closet and we were still thinking about this it's it matters all the time. Like there's no like waiting period. It's, it, it's happening at every period during this time because this is what needs to change.
7: Wow.
6: Yeah, thoughts?
7: My, my thoughts are the fact that that kid was saying, we think about this all the time. All the time, we don't get to rest. We don't get to rest. Our brains are going all the time.
6: Yeah, and uh, yeah. Joe, go ahead. Also, she's saying, you, you know,
3: Tommy Laren, go fuck yourself. You yeah. weren't there. Talk about something you know about, like being a right wing nut.
7: I, I guess yes, that's true. But I, I just, I found that part where this this young woman said, "Here we were." In in the closet, just thinking about this.
6: Yeah, she was literally <sighs> it's really there. heartbreaking. She was literally there. I mean, they were talking about it in the closet. It's it's yeah. Mm,
7: yeah, it's and I, I know you wanted to talk about Tommy, Tommy, whatever,
6: Tommy. No, uh, no, uh, but, there's no need to talk about her anymore. That, that's done.
7: But I, I do feel. <laughs> I, I just that moved me that really moved me that this kid was like here we are in a closet just trying to think about this yeah something is happening and I hope I really hope that we're going to have change and it's going to be these kids tell me Laren just, she needs to shut her face up
6: I agree. She, I agree.
7: She's what, maybe six years older than these high schoolers.
6: Yeah, maybe she's mid twenties, uh, mid to late twenties. I'd say twenty five. Well, if she's yeah, still she on her parents' Affordable Care Act. She's how long did that extend? You know. She needs to shut up. hmm. She does. I agree. I agree. All right. Here's a a short clip uh, from Malcolm Nance. I'm sorry. It doesn't have anything to do with anything we're talking about right now, but it's a very fascinating thing because um, if you think about what happened on social media with Russia, um, he he draws a parallel uh, to what happened with ISIS and what Facebook and Twitter was able to do with that. So check
9: this out. I wrote a whole book on ISIS social media, and Facebook and Twitter went immediately after them, saw that content, and shut it down. But you're talking about content which is not immediately identifiable as coming from a hostile actor. We're talking about an operation which hacked the mindset of every person who retweeted some of these you know, bots and information that came from uh, Russia's propaganda organ, right. and it is on a state level i mean you're talking hundreds of people involved in this millions of dollars per month and not to mention the very fact that they have been doing this for 70 years it's just now their propaganda can go by the keystroke
6: yeah so you know just because you know isis obviously was a little easier to recognize than the russian propaganda but why isn't Facebook and Twitter smart enough to go after that stuff? Right.
3: Yeah. I mean, they're playing this game, Facebook, just like the, uh, the ad, uh, the president of the ad, uh, section of Facebook came out and said, Oh, you know, um, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the ads that swung the election. I saw those ads, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't know. He Zuckerberg doesn't know because Zuckerberg said it didn't happen. And then he had to say it did happen. And then, all oh, we're trying to. They are so afraid of regulation. No,
7: the head yeah. of the ad department, I can't remember his name. He said he saw mm-hmm. all the Russian ads.
3: And that none of them
7: none swayed the election.
3: None of them. None of them. Nope. No. Nope. 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 Not us. Nope. Don't look here. It's bullshit. And 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 uh, and and uh, and Trumper was out there uh, retweeting him, saying, "Oh, there it is, proof that uh, they didn't sway the election because this guy said so."
7: To me, it's bullshit because I, I've said this, I've retweeted this, and and God damn it, I'm so pissed about this. Facebook went into Cambridge Analytica,
5: mm-hmm.
7: and they helped. Cambridge Analytica, make sure that all those Facebook ads for Trump campaign were published. Yeah, I sent you guys the link, right?
6: Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. I'm sorry, I, I'm 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 just writing. Uh, I'm finishing up the Mad Libs. Well, you two van. No, know, it's for me. fine.
7: But to me, this is amazing. That this guy mm-hmm. is like, oh, I sold all the ads. Not just some of the ads. I saw all the ads. You could not have seen all the ads. There were thousands of ads. He didn't
3: because even know which ads were Russian and ads... which, which, were, uh, w- which were legitimate. Say that again. He didn't even know which ones were Russian bots or which were legitimate American citizens. Well, yeah, that's, the point. Buying the, that's ads. the point. He didn't know. Mm-hmm. Cambridge
7: Analytica knew exactly where they were going to target the ads to. Some of them were targeted to a family, some of them were targeted to a military family. he He doesn't know what he's talking about,
3: well, he knows what he's talking about. he's doing his covering up. What he doesn't want to talk about is that Facebook has a responsibility in a democracy to control itself. And if it can't, it's going to come under government It should come under government regulation, just like any publisher yes. does. Yes. That's what he's trying to avoid. That's what they're all trying to avoid because it'll affect their bottom line. They don't mind getting paid in rubles. Who are they shitting? <laughs> yeah,
7: yeah, that's true. They they did get paid in rubles.
6: Yeah, borscht. you're not kidding anybody? Yeah, <laughs> or borscht. Borscht is an acquired taste, folks. Yeah. Um, so, uh, exactly. so yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, I I, I just thought it was uh, it was fascinating that you know there there was such you know it was so important you know I mean Facebook Facebook and Twitter I mean if ISIS would put some kind of propaganda piece out there it was like gone you know before you could even you know look at it I mean Fox News actually do you remember that they they fo- they hosted a video of um of a, a burning a guy to death in a cage. You know, they were like, oh, we just feel that you need to see this, what they're doing. Well, yeah, ISIS feels the same way. <laughs> sure. Thank you, Fox News, for for towing the ash the, the line, you freaks. So, yeah, you know, I mean, and, you know, that was the only place you could go. I, do you remember when that was a huge thing? It's like this major piece of propaganda that was like you know and i understand okay yes an execution video might be a little different than you know uh maga trump love borscht uh you know 2016 whatever um you know that might be a little different but they identified it they got rid of it um and you know and it took you know like i said another propaganda outfit to to publish it and they did it on their own website and they don't have to ab- abide by the rules they can host the video themselves. They can upload it to their servers and be dirty for the rest of their lives. Uh, but you know, Twitter and Facebook decided not to not to play that. You know, YouTube mm-hmm. even to a certain degree. But YouTube has become mm-hmm. rife. You can't you can't look up a news story on YouTube anymore without getting you know twenty propaganda videos uh, for for one story that that's just filled with disgusting lies and conspiracy theories. I mean. That's it's 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 perverse and you know i mean disinformation has never been as high as it is now and and you know i I don't know maybe maybe i don't know uh facebook uh twitter hire malcolm nance (laughs) as a consultant (laughs) they
3: don't want him as a consultant because they don't want to know yeah true
6: True. I I I
3: can't. If they wanted with that. to clean it, yeah. If they wanted to clean up their act, they have a way to do it. They don't want to do it, like I said, because it affects their bottom line. Yeah, and and uh, a ruble to them is is a dollar. They don't care. Mm-hmm. And one thing they want to avoid is any congressional or governmental regulation. The same way publishers are regulated, they don't want to be regulated. Actually, about sixty it, rubles
6: is a dollar, maybe sixty-five. Mm -hmm,
3: yeah (laughs) but they'll take 60 rubles any day sure
7: yeah 2018 is coming november
8: november
6: it is it's closer than you think you know it's uh you know what what are we now uh 10 months away almost so yeah i don't want to wish away the spring and the summer but if it if it yields some results i'll take an abbreviated i'd like to wish away this congress yeah that that is true uh so all right well i'll tell you what uh we're loaded for bear for three mad libs um and um i almost feel bad doing this but i'm gonna play my song ghost gun about my childhood toy (laughs) because it it was really it was a different thing it was a different thing back in the day i'll play the live version Wow, I haven't played the live version in a long time. I think this was recorded at the Winchester. Um, no, this was recorded at WRUW. Um, but no, no, I, I know Dad brought up the ghost guns, but I had a, I posted a picture. I had a, this thing called a, a ghost gun, and it was a toy gun. It was black when you could still make black toy guns. And, you know, it looked real sci-fi looking and everything. But basically what what it did is it had these little film strips in it with pictures of ghosts. And it had a light in it, and it projected the, the them on the wall. And inside, there was a mechanism that had a pin, and every time you pulled the trigger, it would randomly put a pinhole in one of the ghosts, it, it, you know, and you'd see it projected on the wall. So you were basically you were shooting, looking, you know. The lyrics kind of explain what the toy was. <laughs> but um uh, so yeah so it was this was my tribute to a toy uh, a toy from the 70s but i didn't know it was being applied to uh i'm not gonna let them shame me into retiring this song about a beloved toy from the 70s um but uh but anywho uh yeah we're gonna go ahead and uh, hit the break we'll be right back uh right after this turn up the night with kenny pick if you've got a chair sit down Relax, I got I'm not, I got I got some stuff to say here.
4: Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio.
6: This is a song about a weapon that can kill spirits. It's called Ghost Gun. <laughs>
2: I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and dungeon master of Mike Check Radio.
13: And I am Miles Lagon, co-host and galaxy master of Mike Check Radio.
2: You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified dungeon master, except for you plate with laser swords.
13: That they're called lightsabers?
2: Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern
13: to hear host Adam Hebert and us
2: discuss politics and nerd stuff.
13: Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the talent.
6: Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. Welcome back to the final segment here of this Tuesday edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick. And uh, we're just going to keep it light for this last uh, segment here, everybody. And I think we're going to go ahead and uh, just get straight uh, to the Mad Libs. I'm as
4: mad as hell,
8: and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh, God bless, Matt Libs.
6: All right, Rain and Joe. We have three epic Mad Libs for tonight. One is about history. One is about party time. And another one is about correspondence. So so I'm I'm giving hints today. These are uh, uh, the best from all three from the best of Mad Libs. 50 years of Mad Libs. Got to get this book filled up. Uh, so, all all right, uh, rain, I'll let you go first tonight. Uh, I need, uh, a state. New York. Okay. And Joe, I need a nationality. Italian. Italian. All right. And, uh, let's see rain, a type of liquid, please. Vodka. All right. Uh, And Joe, I need uh, a place. Kansas. Okay. And uh, last but not least on this one, Rain, the name of a male conservative. Oh. Oh. Mark Levin. Mark Levin. Okay. <laughs> All right, very good. And moving right along. Uh I need Joe, part of the body, plural. Filtrums. Filtrums, okay. And huh? Rain same for you, part of the body, plural.
5: The
7: thing that's not a filtrum? <laughs> Okay, Um. Okay. hold on. An
6: ovary. Well, uh, so ovaries, plural.
7: Oh, plural, okay, yeah, yeah. let's go with that.
6: Very Two good. Ones. And uh, Joe, the name of a conservative person. Person? Any person. Mm. Jack Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> all right, give him his come up and in our Mad Libs round. Uh and uh all right, let me hit the music again there. And Here we go. Uh Rain, another conservative person.
7: Oh, Laura Ingram
6: <laughs> uh, that's good. Joe, another place. It doesn't have another to be a proper. It doesn't have to be a proper thing. It could be, you know, a, a, you know, a room or a, you know, the Grand Canyon, whatever. Oh, okay. Any place. Uh, Maralago. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking a drink of my lemon water. Uh, <laughs> rain, rain <laughs> a number. <laughs> a number. Yeah. A
7: <laughs> number. Mm-hmm.
6: 420. 420. Uh, oh. Joe, a language. Um, Swahili. Ooh. Okay, Swahili. And, uh, okay. Um, rain, a part of the body.
7: Swahili (laughs) Uh, part of the body. Um, earlobe.
6: All right. Earlobe and Joe last for the, the trio here, a silly, silly word, plural.
3: Uh, um,
6: Bloopers. <laughs> okay, bloopers. <laughs> I, I was expecting you to say Goombas, but... <laughs> I don't know why. That would be racist, wouldn't it? <laughs> because I said oh. Italian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why. So, uh, <laughs> that would be racist. All right, Sarah Palin be- will appreciate this one. This is the story of Paul Revere, don't you know? Uh <laughs> Paul Revere was born in Boston, New York in seventeen thirty-five. His father taught him how to work with metals, and he soon became a tiny cup.
7: <laughs> Boston, New York.
6: Boston, New York. Yeah. That that is that's a that's a blasphemy, isn't it?
7: That sounds like Sarah Palin. You're
6: telling yeah. me. Oh yeah, don't you know? He was what? a soldier he was a soldier in the French and Italian war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he was and he was uh he was at the famous Boston Donut Party
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: Where American colonists dressed as Native Americans and dumped tons of vodka into the harbor.
7: Well damn those, fish were,
6: those fish were happy, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, that's where the term uh, "drinks like a fish" came from. Uh, yeah, that's right. On April eighteenth, seventeen seventy-five, Paul Revere waited um, in Kansas <laughs> for a signal <laughs> for a signal light, the warning bell, the warning bell, um, for a signal uh, signal light from the church tower ta- from a church tower. That'd be a long ride for, to from Kansas to uh, Boston, New York. Uh, The signal was to be. The signal was to be. The signal was to be. One if by basket and two if by pouch. (laughs) They're coming in kangaroos. (laughs) They're coming in kangaroos. (laughs) Oh, this isn't the French Australian war, don't you know? Um, And uh, when he got the message, he mounted his faithful tweet and rode off sleazily. So, uh, well, okay. Got very Trumpy in there. On the way, yeah. he kept yelling, the drinks are coming, the drinks are coming. Sounded <laughs> <laughs> like my waiter at the restaurant the other day. <laughs> this was the beginning of the American War of Independence from King Mark Levin. So yeah, Sarah, pa- Sarah Palin totally wrote that whole thing. There you go. Uh, this is... uh, uh I think
7: that? I loved that one so much
6: that was a good one that was a good one uh, I'm gonna do this one next uh, letter to a friend back home <laughs> dear Laura Ingram oh. well <laughs> well here we are at the outspoken Seaside Hotel in the in Mar-a-Lago oh. uh, the, and uh, the, the weather is hammered and the temperature is 420 degrees.
5: <laughs> wow.
6: Our to- our hotel room looks out onto a garden filled with punchki trees and tropical planets. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, tropical planets. Um, yes. Yes. Um, the natives are all minced and love to spend their time publishing and riding their poo stick <laughs> through the streets. <laughs> I never like to ride a poo stick. Most of them speak Swahili, but I can communicate with them by making signs with my earlobe.
5: <laughs> That's
7: the, the lo-
4: thing.
6: <laughs> yeah. You can tug on your earlobe and I give can. a sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The local food is really, uh, is really buttery. Uh, mostly they eat gold burritos and refried English muffins.
7: At Mar-a-Lago? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Have you had the gold? Especially grita? the refried. <laughs> the refried English muffins. Guaranteed <laughs> to make you short for a week. Um, <laughs> our hotel only costs 100 bloopers a day. No. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to have Ed McMahon with you for, for that. Um, or Dick Clark. We are going to our hotel... Uh, oh, no, uh, we are going uh, to spend the week sneaking and then come home. Wish you were here. They do a lot of sneaking in Mar-a-Lago, unless they just decide to every put their devices out on the table and discuss national secrets. Um, <clears throat> all right, so this one, this one's good. Uh, how to throw a pirate party. Oh. Everybody always wanted to know this. If you're looking don't know. if you're looking for a petite way to celebrate your next birthday, how about a pirate themed costume party? Start by sending invitations in the form of a buried ass map.
5: Oh.
6: With an X yeah. mark with an X marking the location of your canyon.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs>
3: that's, yes. oh, oh boy. If if you have an ass map that's you have to
6: know
5: oh, where the canyon is. Babies are gonna just sign up right away.
3: Make yeah.
6: a sign <laughs> for the front door that reads "Ahoy, phallic guns," and fill uh, <laughs> fill those with lots of courageous booty, like mm. mom's silk penishes, satin porn hubs, and simple costume jewelry for starters. Uh... Yeah.
10: All right, let's oh, get straight shit. to Wrong the Wrong
6: button, sorry. Uh, that's, that's been done, sorry. Are sure? Yeah, that's been done. Uh, and, uh, as your guests come aboard, uh, tie bandanas around their plow, <laughs> place articulate patches over their philtrums, and give them fake tattoos for uh, their arms and ovaries. Okay. Really? <laughs> All right. Did
7: Harvey Weinstein produce this?
6: Could have been. And remember, when the cake is presented, sing a rousing version of uh, Happy Birthday, Dear Ass Hat Face, Jack Kingston. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then and only then, may you cut the chocolate dildo with your animatronic sword. Oh,
7: yeah. That's totally a Harvey Weinstein production.
6: Yeah, it's got yeah, it a chocolate dildo, yeah. mm. an animatronic sword. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So there you go. Good job, uh, chat room. That was uh, that was fun. Uh, three crisp new Mad libs, and one of these days, once once uh, I I, I got to figure out what books are completed. There was some, you know, I was flipping through, and I'm like. I don't think that would ever be an appropriate topic for the way our audience thinks. So, <laughs> there's, you know,
5: really?
6: <laughs> I don't know, uh, but it's okay. You
7: know. uh, I think we're okay. Yeah, we're. I all think right. you can use all of them.
6: Yeah, yeah, we might. Maybe we'll do. I'll do once we get towards the end of getting all these books filled up. Before I buy any new ones, we'll have a special where we do nothing but cleanup work. And fill out all the all the Mad Libs that I was like, eh, I don't know about that one. And it'll turn out to be some of the best ones we've ever done. I bet. Probably. Yeah. Because everybody will be like, we'll offend most of the audience, though. It, sure. Well, they'll offend themselves <laughs> because they're they're participating. That's true. Yeah, Here's that's true. Here's the
7: deal. I can't be more offended by people like Jack Kingston, the, the guy yeah. in the White House, Sarah Sanders. Yep. I don't know.
3: Mike Huckabee?
7: Yeah. (laughs) Any of them. My offense level. My offense level.
3: John Kelly. Yeah. Mike Pence. Let's just just spend the rest of the
6: time naming people we hear. Shall we go on? Yeah. Paul (laughs) Ryan?
3: That I'd like to slap.
6: Mitch McConnell?
3: People... People you would like to slap, yeah <laughs> we should we should have a uh a, a poll one one night and maybe see who is the has the most slappable face in Washington used to be Eric cantor
6: yeah, Jason Chaffetz had it for a while too,
3: oh, he was right up
6: there trey gowdys he's he on the gonna, he's on the outs yeah
7: i I'm gonna go with Nunez.
6: Yeah, yeah. Well,
7: Jack Kingston, but Jack Kingston isn't in Washington. No. He's in Georgia.
6: Yeah, he's not. Yeah, even, he's, I guess maybe we could do a retroactive Washington. one. We could. We could like do a time travel episode for like different years in DC.
7: I don't know. Oh. Right now, I <laughs> I don't advocate violence. How
6: about the
3: Farmer?
7: I'd like big, to walk. Well, up slap to,
3: isn't violence. A slap is a uh a, no, a, a, a gesture of of. Disdain. No, it's violence. No, it's 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 a gesture. <laughs> like you wouldn't slap that big pharma guy that Sh- Shrely? Yeah, Shrely, You wouldn't. No, slap...
7: I punch him. That's violence. Okay. Just...
6: Okay.
3: Okay.
7: I,
6: I, I, I would I give him a gesture. Attacking him is with... violent. I would give him a gesture with my open hand. You know what I like to do. Cap, Cap brings up Louis Gellert. You know what I'd like to do. If anybody remembers those old uh, Matchbox car racetrack oh. uh, things that you know, they, it, they were like these, you know, kind of floppy plastic uh, little tracks that you could put together. We used to get in fights with them when, as a kid, the kids all the time. <laughs> we like take sitting. So, they mm-hmm. so they're like you know a, a two and a half, three foot long, you know, plastic strip. Yeah, i and we we would slap each other with them. I'd love to hit Louis, slap Louie Gommert straight straight across his head, the or like straight on top of his head, like from you know front to back <laughs> with one of those things, and just just produce a nice little red welt there for the, that'll last for a day.
3: He doesn't need a red welt to make him look any worse.
6: No, he doesn't. I,
7: if I going to pick anybody, yeah, I want to just get up in Sarah's face. I don't even mm-hmm. want to smack her. I just want to look her straight in the eyes. Say,
6: <laughs> that's the, your first problem. Oh
3: well.
7: Oh <laughs> I'm sorry. no! Oh I'm no! Sorry.
3: I'm just so don't sorry. get too close to wait, those wait, lashes, wait, uh, wait. Rain.
7: No, <laughs> Ken. What are you, you talking can't... about? My first problem. I would look her in the eye. You guys have not seen my death eyes.
6: No, uh, the first problem is looking at her straight in her eyes. Is what I'm saying.
7: Oh, well, that's true. She's got. Yeah, that's true. Her eyes go both different ways.
6: She's got I'm, Marty I'm, Feldman eyes. That was right. cool. Was wasn't
3: that a song so from the 80s? Asked. The way she. What was that? No,
7: that was Betty Davis' eyes. No,
6: Marty, Feldman eyes. <laughs>
3: Marty,
6: Marty Feldman eyes? Marty Feldman eyes. She's got Marty Feldman eyes. <laughs> that's
3: terrible. Yes. <laughs> I will look at her.
5: I will. I will. I will.
3: Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? You might get tangled in her eyelashes. Don't get look at close. her in her one good do. eye.
7: Y'all need to have faith in me.
3: They're like those fox tails that stick to you. You know when you walk through the woods. Oh yeah, shit!
7: I know about those tails. Yeah, Birds.
3: yeah. Those things will. Those those eyelids will just stick right to yours, and you'll never get disentangled. Mm-hmm. Oh she, she my can, God. She can scale a wall with those.
7: I want to look her straight in the eye, ask her a couple of questions.
3: Sure. She won't answer them. She'll just lie to you.
7: Just goddamn it, people! Give me some credit. I can do this.
6: You can. I know it. I could. I've done this
7: in in the past.
6: Do you notice
3: how her mouth twists when she says words that are one syllable, and she tries to make them into three?
7: Yes. (laughs) Trying to give her some like CBC. Just here's a little cannabis oil. Take that, Sarah.
3: Yeah, the vapor is good, and and uh, it's good for your lungs.
6: See? There you go. Yeah. We got solutions here on Turn Up the Night. Yeah, uh, for uh, for these pressers.
3: These pressers that... Uh, um, Rachel Maddow said she doesn't uh, watch them unless she absolutely has to for the show. And uh, I feel the same way. I, I only watch them for the show. Yeah. yeah. I, oh. I, I think it's my... My, my 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 duty to do that Yeah, for turn up yeah, the night we
7: knight. learn a lot from it don't that. we
3: no I don't learn anything from oh, it other than she's an ass wife so I gotta I ask do. You.
7: I mean, and th- today is a perfect example Joe when she said that Mueller's investigation was a hoax <laughs> after she said after she said oh the president totally spoke out how well russia interfered
3: yeah Liar. My, barb barb thought she was about to cry at several <laughs> points <laughs> she did look a bit rattled she probably was well, she probably was there's only did, and,
7: um, left.
3: by the way rain did you tell your story about the interview you heard on the radio today with the uh,
7: <laughs> no i didn't would you could you
3: no, I don't want to tell that story. You tell that story. No, I'll you tell and Barb. the story. <laughs> By all means. I will
7: totally You and Barbara
3: having a, a ball with that. <laughs> you right. and were having a ball with that one. All,
7: all right, right, I'll, I'll give you th- 3 minutes. Today.
6: 3 minutes. Go for you it. You got
7: 3 minutes. So, here in DC, um it it's like it was 75 degrees today. And every year around this time between the end of February to April, DC gets themselves in a frenzy about, you know, the cherry blossoms, because we have the cherry blossom festival, which is awesome. Love it today on WTOP, which is our local, you know, news station. WTOP. <laughs> <laughs> they interviewed. Oh my God! Hold on.
3: See, I know it's coming, so. <laughs> <laughs>
7: I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the glopping They interviewed a National Park spokesperson. His <laughs> name was Mike Mike Litteris. No. Yes.
6: <laughs> Mike, yeah, Mike Litteris.
7: Swear <laughs> to God, his name was Mike <laughs> <laughs> Litteris. Uh huh. And Joe it didn't wasn't believe a prank? me. That's what no, I said. Joe asked me that too. <laughs> Joe asked me that too, and so I went wow. and looked into his name. His his legitimate name is Mike Litterist. But if you're somebody who's on radio, they're like, "We're going to talk to Mike Mike Literist."
6: Mike Litterist. <laughs> yes.
3: And it brought me back to a time when I was a young Loved man it. in the unemployment Loved office, it. and we used. To- We used to haze new employees by giving them a name to go out in the waiting area and call them, and his name was Mike Hunt, and this person would go out there and scream this over and over, and there was no such guy there, but we were laughing our asses off, and as me and Rain were telling the story to each other, Barbara was reading this, she goes, well, I understand that... Those two <laughs> mics are friend. They're very close. I <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> In fact, she said, "I think they're inseparable."
6: <laughs> so yeah, Mike uh, Literist. So I, I, I just looked them up. Mike Literist. Um, yeah, Mike Literist. This is this
7: is one of our national parks spokespeople.
6: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
7: We're talking about the cherry blossoms. <sighs> And his name is Mike Litterus.
6: Wow, I heard that story is really popping. Uh, yes. So
7: <laughs> he's a great guy. He's a great guy, by the way. But it was just like, wow, what? Oh, he probably shouldn't be a spokesperson.
3: Um, no, or they should probably say his name much slower, Michael Leters. Michael,
6: call him Michael Litterus. Litterus.
7: <laughs> nope. It's Mike Clitoris, and he's talking about the cherry blossoms popping <laughs> this spring in DC. Uh
3: yeah, that was a. I, I really thought she was being punk, but then I saw it, and it's on the web. Wasn't
7: there's, 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 there it wasn't being punk. It was a true story. I know.
6: <laughs> I thought it was like one of those C-SPAN callers or something, you know. <laughs>
7: well, I, I actually, I went in, I looked into this video of him, and I was like, "Yep, that's Mike Clitoris."
3: scooter cans <laughs> he went to college with dick hearts <laughs> <But> uh, <yeah.
7: laughs> this is a real guy though peeps this isn't like some crazy you know Simpsons yeah. thing
3: I know He. I saw him on the web <laughs> and he speak I huge know ass. you know Rain I, I didn't believe you Rain you know that I said I you know were being punked
7: I, I know you didn't believe me I was like <laughs> I heard it three times and then they went and looked at no Nope. it's real his name is Mike Clitters with a T, but come on, my
8: clitoris.
6: T- well, there you got go. Beat up in school. That was a good story for <laughs> the end of the program. <laughs> uh, could have been people could have just come rubbing up, rubbing up on him, uh, intimidating him. Oh, I think
7: him. we should celebrate <laughs> my clitoris to the cherry blossom festival.
6: I'm <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, wrap it up. Uh, I gotta, I gotta get going early here because, uh, I'm in pain. So, <laughs> all right, Joe, what do you got on the way out of the program? Well, uh, I did have something.
3: I, um, one of uh, Donald Trump's accusers uh, is running for the state house in Ohio.
6: Yeah, I'm excited about that. Crooks. I forget her first name. Her I'm name is Rachel Crooks. Crooks. Rachel Crooks.
3: And. I made her my uh, Twitter friend of the week on, on Tim's show. She's at Rachel4Ohio on Twitter. And give her a follow because Donnie was all, he, he had his tidy whities all in a wad this morning. Oh, what a freak. Because they did a profile of her on the, on the front page of the New York Times. And he was livid yeah. about it. And huh? he lied. Would you say Ray? It was Washington Post. Oh the Washington You're right. It was it was oh, the Washington Post. Uh,
6: yeah, yes, and he it was. lied about what her uh, what she said. Um, he said that she said that Oh he, gosh, it couldn't mal- happen because he that he that she said that that it happened in the lobby, but it happened right outside her office. So yeah. okay. So you didn't do it in the lobby. You did it outside of her office, you lying freak. She she said it, she was coming out of her office. He was coming out of an elevator. Mm-hmm.
3: I remember her telling the story. And, and he just whacked a kiss on her. Yeah. A elongated kiss. Oh yeah, A wet one. Gross. Yeah.
6: The only yeah, really kind was. of Trump and kiss. The only kind of Trump kiss. She a was,
3: gross one. She, she's 35 years old. She was 22 at the time. And uh, she is now a Democratic uh, candidate for the District 88 in Ohio. So, you know, if you guys are in District 88... Which is, I think, in the little western part of Ohio. Give her a vote.
6: There you go. All right. Rain. what do you got on the way out?
7: Uh, what I got on the way out, and this is for locals who listen to WTOP, that I really love that they interviewed Mike Clitoris from inside <laughs> the glass-enclosed nerve center. That's awesome. WTOP's slogan is the glass enclosed nerve center.
6: There you go. Is that like the cone of silence? So
7: <laughs> it's it's a local thing. But my clitoris forever.
6: There you go. All right. <laughs> uh, so I don't have much of anything else to add. Check out all the other fine programs here. Uh, stick around for the Tim Carmel Show, ten fifteen p.m. Eastern. And, of course, we'll be recording a brand-new episode of Resistor Sisters tomorrow, uh, and I'm going to try and get as much rest as I possibly can until this alien entity is, is expelled from my body. <laughs> yeah,
7: please take care of
5: yourself, Ken.
7: Yeah. Please. So,
6: uh, plenty of lemon water, folks. Uh, but, all right, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, we'll see everybody on Friday. And uh, what do I do with this? That's what I do. <laughs> That's it.
4: Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm
15: finished. Goodbye.
4: We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night.
5: Thank you. Thank you. you it, good night,
0: Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo! <us> chuckled gleefully. <laughs>